Hey, honey, how you doing? I am great. <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good, aside from the fact that it's still cold. Um, and, you know, I wanted a, um, some nice weather on my weekend. But despite that, I'm still doing good. How you doing? I am actually doing really, really great. The weather is wonderful. It's a very nice day outside. Curly. How is it nice there, but curl, um, cold here? Girl, because I'm sunny like that. And <laughs> I thought our temper temperatures were, you know, pretty pretty much the same. Yeah, girl. But I you guess know, y'all a little warmer. Child, I had to bring the heat. I see, I see how you do. <laughs> see how you do. I'm just saying, honey. I'm just um, saying. Yes, we about to get into this. This is an impromptu live. I don't know if anyone has anyone even joined us yet. I don't see anybody. Well, I can. No, we got eight people. Comments. Eight people here already. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> one, one quick second. One, one second. Okay. Hey, ghost watchers. How are y'all doing in the clouds up there? This should be a really um. A really good, interesting live to clarify a couple of things. So absolutely, you guys stay tuned. Okay, well, we got people in the chat, honey. Hey, Angel Ray. Hey, Cocaine. Hey, hey. Betty. Hey, hey, family. Hey, D. Anderson. Hey, Shaby. What y'all got going on today? <laughs> yeah, honey. So well, um, yeah, we did an impromptu live. This wasn't something that we had. Um, originally intended on doing so there this is just it's not scheduled and um you know it's just you know something we felt we needed to do to just clear the air on a few things but before we even get into that we first want to just simply say thank you to everybody who has been supporting us we see a lot of the same names in the chat you know every time we do a show um, yes. We thank y'all, you know, we thank everybody who are, who's doing moderating for us. Um, thank people who have been telling other people about us and or sharing our streams, even people who use clips of our streams, because that's still giving us some um, additional exposure. We want to send a super big shout out to BGS. We have super. gotten so much support from BGS, like... I mean, Super. and he's always rocked with us, but I, I'm just surprised at the level of support that we've gotten from him. He constantly um, reposts our shows or streams it from his page. He'll post it on his community tab. He tells people when he's on the panel, he tells people to ensure that they're liking it and giving us thumbs up like. He is a super dope man, and I've always had a lot of admiration for him, but the level of support that we've gotten from him uh, makes me love him just that much more. Go right, ahead, Danny. Right, I'm right. sorry. Um, and I, again, I want to send, I also, just a special shout out to BGS. Um, there were some comments made by myself um, on Angry Man's platform last night um, because I did refer to him as your master teacher. Not to not to uh, take anything away from BGS because BGS is absolutely uh, great, great, exceptional at what he does. So I just personally wanted to say, um, you know, I I absolutely absolutely appreciate his support. I mm -hmm. also appreciate his wisdom, and um, a lot of things that BGS has said has actually come into fruition. So um, just a, a big big shout out to him. 
huge yeah here, and so this we- is something too a little lighthearted, really quickly um the other day i was on art nostal's panel with um, a couple other ladies and bgs did like an after show after the panel and i listened to like the first part of his after show um you know before i got tied up and i may listen to 20 maybe 30 minutes of it and i was like extremely triggered and i'm like oh my god that i didn't have a chance to listen to the rest of the panel and i still haven't but i'm going to go back and listen to it but i was mm-hmm. triggered by a lot of the things that i was hearing because it almost seemed like um and the people in art you know some of the people in arts comments and some of the people that were partaking in the panel in addition to people in bgs's comments um seem to just be looking for ways to invalidate their disdain towards black women so i had to admit i was triggered and i commented that and i haven't yet had a chance to go back and listen to it but i did hear that there were some positive things that came out of that and you know that he also said some positive things which i'm not surprised because BGS, you know, he's always, you know, pretty forthright and, you know, pretty spot on. Um, I don't agree with everything that he says. I want to put that caveat out there. But um, generally, he'll give props where props are due. So um, I haven't yet listened to it. But I commented and I told him, I'm like, I'm going to make a stream about this. But I was talking about it on my personal page. Um, but I'm going to do a stream about it after I listen to uh, make a, make a uh, upload a small video about it after I listen to the full um, stream because I think it would be unfair otherwise. But um, you know that was just a, a little little aside. Um, but you know, let's go ahead and get into what we came here for. Um, there's a lot of buzz going around. You want to kick it off, or you want me yes, to start? Uh, How, however, go ahead. Okay, so let's get into the interview with Man of Tomorrow and what we set out to accomplish with that interview, because I guess there's something that needs to be um, talked about with the intent of that interview. <laughs> BGS, you are my master teacher. So I'm um, be like, we, we, y'all need to hush. Cause that's my master teacher too. So what's, what's the problem? But anywho, anywho, um, with the interview with man of tomorrow. Okay. So a lot of you guys may not know um, man of me and Man of Tomorrow's history. Me and Man of Tomorrow actually go back uh, a couple of years um, prior to YouTube. And so I've always had a respect for Man of Tomorrow. Man of Tomorrow has n- never been anything outside of uh, respectful to me. Um, I've always thought man, man of Tomorrow was a stand-up guy. And Man of Tomorrow had made some key points on um, someone else's panel. And I want to say it was Game Changer or Fantastic panel or both um, that I really felt like should be highlighted. And it was some things that I had never, ever really taken the time to consider. And so I really wanted to highlight the things that um, he said on that panel. There was no setup to ambush. There was no setup to um, make him look bad or anything like that. So when people said that kind of stuff, definitely not. That was um, very, very, very confusing to me because I'm like, well, shit. I, <laughs> I have great respect for Man of Tomorrow, but even when, um, even when. Man of Tomorrow left our show. I had an even greater respect for him. And people, somebody just said, uh, so he's my old sugar daddy. No, Man of Tomorrow has always just been a cool person. And if you know anything about me, then you'll know that uh, 
I used to talk a lot, a lot of shit on Facebook and I used to keep people riled up on Facebook. And that's where I came across uh, Man of Tomorrow. But uh, he's always just been a cool person. So, you know, uh, when I came across him on YouTube and, you know, listen to some of the things that he was saying, especially about SYSBM, I just thought that it was a great thing to highlight. And yeah, that was pretty much it. And when we did the interview, he said that um, there was no question off limits. If anybody went and listened to, um, if anybody, shit, I lost my train of thought. Girl, I'm always losing my train of thought. Anywho. I'm sorry. I'm over here like chewing on some French fries. I'm so hungry and I didn't <laughs> eat lunch. So, um, but I'm listening to everything you said. And I just want to piggyback on that. Uh, <clears throat> there definitely wasn't any intent to set him up. I want to say that we had another topic planned and Danny kind of hit me up last minute. Like we're going to do this interview with MLT. And I'm like, Oh, right. okay. And that was my response because I don't, I didn't have a lot of exposure to man of tomorrow. I've seen him on a few platforms, but um, I was always slightly triggered by some of, well, not always, but I was triggered. I have been triggered in the past by some of the comments that he's made. So I was like, hmm, you know, I was kind of, you know, thinking to myself, is this a good idea? But she's like, you know, I want to do it. And, you know, we're partners in this thing. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Um, we didn't have any conversation about what we were going to, we, there wasn't even much conversation regarding what we were going to interview him about. Like literally the questions that I asked were not set up questions. I was asking right. them as he was talking and I was thinking of things that I would, you know, wanted to know. So um, right. when I realized that there were no questions off limit, I literally just asked questions as the conversation progressed. There wasn't any behind the scenes, oh girl, you do this and I'm gonna do that. You played a good cop. I'm like, like, there was none of that. Literally, it was an organic conversation. And there were things that I wanted to know because I am a conscious black woman. And generally the stance that I take are going, it's gonna be rooted in that consciousness. I wasn't beating him up about his choices. Um, neither one of us. I thought that the interview went really well. And I know he wasn't trying to sell himself However, um, I I had a great I had a um, great amount of respect for him as a result of the interview for him doing it. In addition to, I had a lot more understanding of who he is as a person, and I thought that it was dope because I walked away just you know um, not having this negative view of him, which he probably could care less. However, you know it was a positive for me because, like I said, I love all my people, and to get to know one a little bit more and have greater understanding regarding what he's about. Is, was a bonus to me. Right. Right. Um, and then if anybody actually took the time to listen to him last night, um, he actually broke down the, uh, he broke down the, um, the interview. And of course he had his own talking points and he didn't agree with, of course he didn't agree with everything that he said, but he was still very respectful and I really, really appreciate him for that. Um, I didn't feel like he threw us under a bus or anything like that. And I just thought that it was, a, I, I still think it was a good interview. Um, he said that there was nothing off limits. You can get as personal as you want. You can go in whatever direction that you want. Um, I'm going to answer the questions the best of my ability. And I'm just going to say what it, whatever it is I want to say. So I thought that um, as opposed to, 
they every time you see a black woman um talk something about uh SYSBM, people always think that black women are looking to attack. And so I just thought that that was messed up because well, you know, if people don't know, they kind of feel like, oh, they're gonna they're attacking him, they're trying to attack the movement. And yeah, that was not the case at all. At, was, at, um, at all. And, and the thing is, we're here to essentially bridge the gap. Like that is the crux of um, the, the the foundation of our channel. Um, me and Danny have different views on uh, on things. Um, we have different ideologies that we subscribe to, but the primary reason for our channel is we want to have conversations to bridge the gap. We both consider ourselves neutral. I'm extremely middle of the road. I don't have, you know, um, I, I don't have a dog in many of the fights that I see here on YouTube, but in, in bridging the gap, the first step is finding understanding. So if I had those negative, you know, if I had just kind of a negative reflection of who he is as a man, and, and it was strictly off of my protection for my people um, and, and the gender that I belong to, I'm being honest, um, but um, I'm certain that other people just didn't know who he is as a person and what's behind, right. you know, um, his reasoning for his... Um, I don't want to say he has disdain for black women, but you know, he has some, some, some views regarding black women and the culture and in regards to, you know, why he chooses not to date um, ADOS black women. Right. So, you know, like I, I always look for understanding um, when men say that, like, I want to know because I it, like no, understanding it will help us to address it. Right. 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 That's a big thing. Um, another thing is, you know, when you when they say um, guys go SYSBM, there is a certain um, moniker attached to these guys. They feel like um, SYSBM guys are lame. They're incels. They're um, not really the like black women wouldn't have dated them anyway. And so when I said to lay a foundation, it's to say, OK, this is a normal guy. Um, this guy makes good money. Why wouldn't black women, why wouldn't he want to date black women um, within this culture? Um, and to really break down as to the whys and to understand the foundation, he's not an incel. Um, he didn't have a bad upbringing. It's not a hatred against um, black women, so to speak. So we really wanted to, um, we really wanted to showcase that. And I think we did a really, really good job in showcasing um another side of him so I, I thought that was a good thing i thought that was a really good thing yeah uh miss les brought up a good point you know us gain or uh, seeking understanding you know as a result of that you know we get called names like hyena like you know people taking those low shots and doing all that type of stuff like clearly these are people who have already had an issue with us um and or they feel like um we're somehow um impeding in on their space and that's not the case like it's enough room here for all of us like we literally came here with one goal in mind and that is to bridge the gap and have conversations like i refuse to pick a side i am not going to apologize for who i am as a person and right. um, the ideologies that i subscribe to if you don't like me you don't have to watch you don't have to interact with me do your thing over there in the corner and i'll continue to do mine like uh, you know that it, it's it's really just 
people looking for a reason to to you know have something negative to say because and, and I would respect it and I I do respect it if MOT and I haven't had a chance to listen to his full breakdown mm-hmm. but um, I listened to just the very beginning but yeah, and he, and he says, made some really really good points in his life. He, said and he felt he like we were unfair and we were attacking him. No, he didn't. He didn't say that, but he did refer to us as good cop, bad cop. <laughs> and I would say that, okay, my stance on interracial dating is, I don't give a damn. I can't tell you what to do with your life, where you stick your penis, where you stick your. Well, I hope you're not sticking your vagina, but. Who you allow into your uh personal body? I don't care. That's your business. That's your business. That's your business. Um, however, I am a black woman, and as a black woman, and as a black woman who is a part of Ado's culture, um, you want to understand why black men are leaving. You want to understand why good black men are leaving. Why the top earners are leaving, and you want to set a foundation. Okay. A lot of men have the same consensus of black women. You know what I mean? And a lot of men in this sector have the same consensus of black women. So you want to showcase that the men aren't all crazy. They all aren't just talking shit for the sake. And they come from different walks of life. Like it's important to show that. And I've talked about some of that as well. Like I said, like my man is conscious, like real hardcore conscious. And he talks about how tired he is of black women, not, not um, in, in the sense of dating them, but like just his interactions and, you know, how just interacting with them in um, public and how they cop an attitude or, you know, d- the different right. things that we do, you know? So I, like, I, I understand it. it's men from all walks of life that are kind of like fed up, um, you know, with our, our shenanigans. And we, we want to gain understanding. It's important to, if we are ever hoping to get to a place where um, we can move past this division, we have to, to, to understand one another. Yes. And like we said, the, the goal of the channel is to bridge the gaps, to have conversations. Um, now I went on Kendra D's panel earlier this earlier this morning is it no earlier th- yeah earlier today because i don't even know if it was born or not child but um i did go on kendra d's panel and kendra d or excuse me i'm gonna call her by her um her, her youtube name which is the crimson cure um she was saying that there's not a way to bridge the gap either you're on one side or you're on the other side and i i don't know if i necessarily agree with it's either one side or it has to be division. It has to be a division. Um, The problem that I've noticed in this space is that we can't even have conversations on the opposite side without the conversations turning into something disrespectful, which I feel like both sides do have some things to learn about each other. Um, There's a uh, pathology to both sides. We've all had different experiences that led us one way or the other. And I want to understand why we have those experiences, what's going on with that. So I just, you know, I, I and I want to have the conversations too. I want to learn. Yeah. 
And you know what? I, I, I think that you, you don't have to pick a side. I don't believe that you have to pick a side. I'm not forming an allegiance with either side. Like, I love both sides. So I'm going to stand in the middle of the road, stand in the gap, take whatever comes with standing in the gap, because people seem to have a problem with that, too. They feel as though you must have been rejected by one side or the other. No, we travel right. where we want to travel. Oh, girl, because uh, Angry Man said we must have got rejected by B1. We and happen. We still go over there. Look, I go over there. I come to um, play spaces in the, within the manosphere. I go to mukbang channels. I, I really spend a lot of my time on family vlogs. Like nobody's going to say, oh, you know, you, you, you're, you're not allowed. If you tell me that I'm not allowed in your space, feel free to block me and I won't visit. However, I'm not, I'm not going to be made to pick a side. Like that's, you know, mess to me. Like to me, like that, that's, I mean, this ain't a game. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's silliness. It really is. Like we're all grown adults. Like I have real life stuff that happens outside of YouTube. Like I refuse, this is my entertainment. This is the, this is where I come to kind of, um, you know, enjoy myself and kick back. I'm not getting into a gang battle on YouTube because people feel like you got to choose a side. Nah, I'm not doing that, sis. Girl, uh, <laughs> Big Game said there's good people on both sides, head ass. <laughs> I, 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 that's how I feel. Oh, oh, well, Big Game. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, honey. So with the <laughs> stream that went on, on last night, Concrete, now they saying you just left me out in the dust. You oh! just left me out. Oh, and I'm like, but y'all got to know. People kind of crazy. Listen. I, I'm not here for that. Like, to be completely honest, I didn't build a channel to get involved in drama. However, that ain't even why I didn't show up. I have to wake up to work. To, I have to be to work at 6 a.m. I have to wake up to go to work at 440. I wasn't staying up at nine uh, to 930 at night for anybody. So that's why I wasn't there. In addition, um, um, Dan Danny does frequent a lot of spaces that I don't generally frequent. And I, mm -hmm. I, I have... 10 million things going on in my life. I don't have a lot of free time. A lot of times when we are, we have to cancel the show, it's because I don't have a lot of time where something else came up. Like I don't have a lot of free time like I used to where I could be on YouTube a lot more. Um, so I, I, it wasn't me hanging her out to dry. We had a conversation about um, how we would deal with it um, behind the scenes beforehand. So I wasn't even woke. So I mean, yeah. Way, and it is what it is. If y'all know anything about me, y'all know I'm a little OG, <laughs> and so I don't really generally run from anybody or a conversation or a fight or whatever. So I, I'm always like, if I can have the conversation, then I'll go to have the conversation. Now, last night they roasted my ass to oblivion. Oh Lord! Shout out to punk ass Grinch. Um, <laughs> Um, Grinch was the one who got me to run up off the panel, but, um, initially the conversation, um, was civil between angry man and myself. Um, angry man invited, uh, it was sheep stay sleep, uh, Grinch. Well, I don't think she's sheep stay sleep was up there at first, but it was, uh, Grinch, BJ, Torian rain and somebody else. Um, and so I got up there, we had a conversation, um, the conversation was kind of all over the place. Probably me. I was probably more all over the place than they were, but, um, it was all good. It wasn't, it's still not any hard feelings. I'm, I'm not going, um, 
I ain't, I don't, I'm not a type of person to hold grudges. I don't really hold on to that type of energy. So it is what it is. And yeah, that is what it and is. And you know, uh, I just want to say, like, I certainly would have went to support Danny, um, you know, on, on those panels. But, like, I don't frequent Angry Man Space on a regular day. I don't, um, you know, I don't even go to MOT's channel. But the fact that he uh, was kind enough to come on our channel and um, enable or allow us, permit us to uh, interview him, like, I definitely will support him. I'll subscribe and listen to some of his content because I did have, um, you know, I prejudged him. So, um, but, you know, I, I don't, that's, those aren't even spaces that I frequent on a regular anyhow. Um, this isn't, you know, this wasn't a, a case of people coming to our panel and addressing um, things and me ducking and hiding. Like, don't even try to play it like that. Like, come on. Like, don't, don't come for me. Don't come for me. Please, don't come for me. But um, uh, Archer said something. He said that... Um, Black men, okay, let me pull it back up because I don't want to misquote him. He said that black men have a problem with, black men feel as if the only way black women come to the middle is if they're trying to manipulate or getting something, but they never come for understanding and true understanding. And I have to agree with that. I do see a pessimistic spirit um, regarding people who are in the middle or women who are in the middle. However, if we are... Um, if we let's say we weren't in the middle and we just said we rocking whatever whatever the fellas say we are part of the manosphere and we rocking with them screw the women this that and the other like what would that get accomplished like why wouldn't you want someone who's in the middle who's trying to be objective who has um you know the background knowledge and experience of dealing with sisters so they know and can be honest and upright re, uh, regarding right. the behaviors of sisters but who, who's um also communicating with both sides like why wouldn't you want someone in the middle as opposed to just on your side like I'm never gonna be and the crazy thing about it is like I'm never gonna be the chick to co-sign everything that either side says if I disagree with That's you true. I'm going to vocalize that but we're getting called mammies and pick me's by the other side and then on this side they're assuming that they ain't real like what is up with that like there's something um you know amiss with us and that we're here plotting and scheming we planning and there's a conspiracy Girl, you like, you trying to be part of the don't 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 be up here front girl mm. oh, i mean like i don't have time for that like I, i'm not that vested to try to try to you know be sneaking and um you know conspiring to do do someone do harm to someone i, I i'm just and i'm not that chick like I, I, I come on like seriously some of the stuff sounds silly hmm. um what else is there to address um what about, okay, do you feel like there was a lot of questions about being disingenuous or um, with people saying that you're, we're disingenuous because, okay, with you supporting so, certain things and me supporting certain things. Um, I, 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 and Okay, well, really quick, Danny, before you get into that, because Kendra was saying something about Black people feeling like the middle is a righteous space. Like, nobody said that the middle is a righteous space, but we're talking about a conversation. We ain't talking about war. Like, we're not, we not on the battlefield. Like, we're, we're having conversations. Like, during a conversation on YouTube, absolutely the middle is a good space to be. That doesn't mean that we're in the middle when it comes to taking a stance and or speaking out against wrongdoings that women are, um, are, 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 are doing. 
or engaging in, we're saying that we're in the middle regarding, um, you know, trying to bridge the gap. But but that doesn't mean that we won't call out black women for their bullshit. That don't mean that we won't right. um, call out black men for theirs. Like, we're not saying that. We're saying we're in the middle so that conversations can be had. We want a space where both play- parties can come to. But we, we still will take a stance and say, no, nah, you wrong for that. That's foul. Black women need to get their shit together. We do that right. all the time. Right, 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 right. Um, then there was a question to the foundation on which uh, even some of our topics in the channel was built on. Um, my whole thing is this. Concrete and I do have different positions on different things, but we both definitely 100%, a 1,000%, a million percent agree that we still want to have the conversations. We still want to be able to talk it out. We still want you guys to be able to come over here and talk to women who are going to be honest with you um, to at least have a conversation, to at least have a conversation with it out without it going to a place of disrespect or without you feeling like you can't get your words out to at least be understood. Because it seems like a lot of you guys want to be more understood, in my opinion. BJ, you showed up. What's up, BJ? Don't, but don't you know what? Um, and I, I, I second everything that Danny just said. Absolutely. We definitely have different stances. I know D- Danny is more red pill. I don't consider myself red pill at all. Like I'm a conscious black woman. That's the only label that I would attach to myself. Um, both of us are, are pretty fairly good at being objective. There are some things that I really hold true to that, you know, I'm just kind of, um, um, not, uh, I won't be moved on. And most of those things are in relation to my people because I'm race first. Um, mm-hmm. However, for the most, like I'm still willing to hear people out and try to understand where they're coming from. Like I'm, I'm always open to having the conversation and engaging in dialogue with people. And that is, you know, um, how I, how I gain understanding. So uh, we, we have some different views and no one is expecting us to be mirror images of each other. That's what I love about her. She um, genuine and honest and true to who she is and I'm the same way regarding who I am like and I'm not you know I'm not going to be moved like and for the um um you know rumors or whatever regarding us faking femininity and faking or being disingenuous now that's that probably nature. more so me because you know oh, when I say well, I like to be feminine honey girl <laughs> you better not say that shit up in this space <laughs> I mean I, and I have to say like um personally like I, I mean I don't there's nobody on YouTube that I'm that pressed about that I want to feign femininity and so that I'm trying to um, somehow convince them that I'm somebody who I'm not. Like that's my you point. Know, I, I'm good, you know. So that's exactly just, my point. This is this. We wanted to come up here and address all of this and, and, and be done with it because this isn't the basis for our channel. Like we are right. literally you know, neutral parties literally just trying to bridge the gap. And I don't know why that is a crime in this space. I don't know why that warrants attacks. I don't know why people are questioning what questioning whether we're genuine because of that. Like, I don't see any atrocities that have been committed by either of us. Well, I'll say this because now there were things talked about last night um, because people said I had uh, a, a different stance when I initially uh, started um, joining panels. Um, it was even said that I changed my voice when I came on here. Um, and I'm like, 
shit, and it's shit about myself that people are saying about me that I haven't even thought about. Like, damn, change my voice for what? I'm country as shit. Did y'all notice I've gotten country and then I'm up? Like, I'm country as <laughs> hell. Like, change for what? You know, and um, to me, it's like if people say that I changed my voice to sound a certain way today and I act like this tomorrow, it's like, shit, I can't be on my period. I can't, God damn it, I might have a little bit more testosterone in my system that I don't know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, we are going to open up. This is going to be. I want to say something really quick before we do that. Okay. Um, Black Uru, I go hard in the paint for brothers. Like, if you saw my social media pages, you would think that I hate women. You would think that I'm a dyke or something because I go hard in the paint for Black men. However, in certain platforms, the conversations are lopsided. So you may see me actually leaning more towards defending and or um, uh, providing understanding to Black women. However, my overall personality and who I am, and especially when we're having objective conversations, I'm always buying for brothers. I'm always talking about how, you know, we need to do better as Black women uh, and, and how, you know, there are good black men out here and how there are deserving leaders. Like I go hard in the paint for black men. You know what I mean? Like you, you, like I said, in some of the spaces you've seen me in, it's probably because I feel like the conversations are lopsided, but I understand what um, being race first means. But uh, um, the Crimson Cure has a question. She says, Concrete Rose, why did you leave Sister George to take the heat? She showed up and you didn't. I know you were watching it. Hence you have a lot to say as a result. Um, uh, actually, I haven't watched anything to be completely honest with you. Um, and um, Kendra, um, we, we did concrete, address that. Let me let uh, me say this. Um, mm -hmm. Kendra, concrete, and I had a very very in depth conversation after I got off of your panel. Um, and I'm not a type of person to sugarcoat anything. So when I when I talked to her this morning, I told her things from your from the from everybody else's perspective versus hers and I, mine. Um, exactly. And then, I was actually at work. And so, then let I me mean, tell like you this I, about If I have seen it, I wouldn't just be standing in the shadows while she while she getting hit. Like, that's not how I get down. I was actually no. at work. Um, like, I, I don't like, you know, when my, uh, I don't like when my integrity is being questioned. I, I didn't leave her to take the heat. And prior to that, we had a conversation regarding yeah. how things would be handled. We had a conversation prior to her ever addressing any of it. Right. Uh, regarding how things would be handled. I had to go to work at 6 a.m. I had to be, to be up at 4.30 a.m. So I wasn't staying up to go on anybody's panel. And initially, um, we had initially decided not to do um, Angry Man's um, show. But my whole thing is, it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, because if neither one of us had showed up, there was going to be talk about, oh, they're so scared. Oh, they're so scared. Oh, they won't show up. Oh, they won't talk to us. Oh, just like everybody else, they ain't going to say nothing. And if y'all know me, like I said, if y'all know me, I'm not generally the type of person to run. Um, I came to represent for both uh, Concrete and myself. So Concrete didn't have to show up. I felt like I could do it by myself. And that's what I did. Yeah, I but don't think that I was there watching. No, and I, or I even, or even on YouTube when the panels were going on because I wasn't. 
Concrete, I don't think you know punk, honey. If I thought you was a punk, oh, we never would have had this platform. So I never okay, black one of those things. So I, of course, I didn't. Of course, I don't think you were just sitting here. I mean, you know, it. yeah, girl. Yeah. I, don't, I never, I, no, I thought that thought never crossed my mind. So whatever, whatever. Go uh, ahead. I got a few minutes if you want to open it up. Yeah. So we're gonna drop the link. So if any of you guys want to come up. We're actually willing to have the respectful conversation if you guys are willing to have a respectful dialogue. So we are definitely down with that. And uh, we'll drop the link and see what's up. Oh, and then, um, you know, there was talk, okay, being that they're saying that we're part of a red pill space and we have these ideologies and stuff. Um, I guess I'm looking at it like this. I don't need anybody's permission to exist because I'm not directly right. in your space. This right. is this is our platform over here. Um, I don't go on anybody's uh, platform talking shit to them and telling them what they need to do and how they need to do it and what they need to do and what they need to say and all this and that type of shit. Not my thing. Um, I, I try to come over here and um, have the conversations and... Uh, yeah. Oh, we got the pick me defender. Oh shit. Who is this? <laughs> Hi, pick me defender. What's up, ladies? It's Donnie. Hey Donnie, okay. how you doing? I can't hear any. Oh my gosh, here we go. Um, I'm about <laughs> to go out and come right back in. I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving you, sis. I promise. You ain't I'll running, right girl. Now. You ain't running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having technical difficulties. I can't hear anything Donnie's saying. One second, I'll be right back in. Okay. Uh, yeah, y'all getting in trouble. You know what? I, I thought I had more time. I'm about to go. Damn, all right. My bad. I'm with the kids. Sorry. <laughs> go change that damn diaper. <laughs> but the link is definitely in the chat. Oh, shit. It's Benjamin. Hey, Benjamin. What's up? What's going on, honey? Yeah. Um. You know, I would just first like to say you need to email me because we need to, um, you and Concrete Rose, we need to do a show. Talk about sure. things. You still willing yeah. to talk to us? Absolutely. Yeah. Benjamin, you always support. Uh, we definitely <laughs> down to do a show with you, Benjamin. Yeah. You always yeah. supporting the channel. Yeah. But, uh, okay. But yeah, to speak to the topic, um, I can kind of see I, I didn't I seen it on my community tab, that video that um that stream the Angry Man put up. And I can kind of see where fellas are coming from when they want to come with this um you know, no girls allowed type of deal. I can see that, you know, if, if you're going to be in a red pill space, they want to kind of make you bend the knee to the red pill philosophy or whatever. Mm. But I, I don't necessarily subscribe to that because as far as I'm concerned, you guys are doing reconnaissance on us. And but So same, you think they're saying for red pill women, you got to be 100% totally red pill, like in order to be accepted in the space. I don't know. I can't speak for them. This is okay. just this is just how I perceive it. But okay. at the same, but at the same time, while y'all are getting reconnaissance on us, I myself, I'm getting reconnaissance on y'all. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to build a psyche, you know, a, a psychological makeout on y'all and how y'all think. So, so that we can't come to some sort of middle ground and understanding. But yeah, I don't. I'm not the type. I don't subscribe to the witch hunt type of deal. Oh, is she a pick me or is she an infiltrator? It James, wait, wait a minute. James Hudson, that's me. Goddamn, right. like asthma. Leave me alone. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
But yeah, I'll pass the mic for now. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Benjamin. Anybody else want to um, chime in? Who was next on here? BGS, I think, came up next. BGS? Oh, I, I came up next, but uh, <laughs> we, we're going to have to have a discussion. <laughs> oh, Lord, I can't hear her. I'll be right back. You can't oh, hear me? Yeah. Can you guys know, hear me? Sorry. Concrete uh, yeah. with her uh, white woman wireless. Okay. Can you hear me, Sister George? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. I can hear you fine. Um, yeah, so. Uh, BGS. <laughs> I mean, because I was on another, I was I was over on Arts when when all this stuff went down. So I went back. But Angry Man takes his you know his 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 lives down after he finishes. So I didn't get a chance to even watch it. Mm. So I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't know what was going on. Number one and number two, when people came over and told me about it, it was already over. So I didn't get a chance to even look at it. Oh so yeah, I, I, I don't even I don't even know what the, all the kerfuffle was about anyway. But the thing is, um, like I said. Uh, well, there's one thing that I want to address that we that we actually addressed last night is that um, um, that I, I even though I'm a part of the masculine order, I don't lead it. I know people right. have that mistake that I, you know, I am not the leader of anything. Really, my channel is my channel. So if I'm, I might be a part of something, but I, I don't lead it. Gotcha. So gotcha. a lot of people associate, you know, um, what they do or, or what they do. What, what they do with me a lot of times, like I directed them to do something that's not true. And a lot of things, uh, like they probably disagree with me, um, posting, you go putting you guys in my community page. Right. They probably do. But I think, I think it's important to have the dialogue. Some people don't. Yeah, me too. Which it's, um, and that's fine. Cause, uh, it's not the first time, uh, valid as it disagreed with me vehemently. So it's not the first time. Okay. Okay. Well, we definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate your support. Absolutely. And we, yes. uh, we really hold you in high regard. So yeah. I don't ever want you to get that confused. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last night, I was like, well, your master teacher agreed. Like, shit. What's the yeah. problem? You know, and yeah. I, so, somebody <laughs> was telling me the wheels, the wheels of the bus was going up and down over me. That's what they were trying to tell me. Oh, no. That's what I heard. I he came, ran right over and said, oh, wow. that's where you are. Where's that? Under the bus. <laughs> wow. You threw, you threw BGS under the bus? Then? Girl, because I was like, well, how BGS the leader? And they said, <laughs> I was confused. My, I was like, how? That no. Is, that, 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 they have their own mind. You know, uh, I support yeah. Kendra. Kendra's my girl. Okay. Kendra's my girl 100%. Valdez yeah. is my boy 100%, but they have their own mind. They're their own people. Right. You, you, you got to remember Val, um, Valdez is a general in his own shit. I mean, it predates BGS. I mean, you got to say there's yeah. certain people that can update. They choose to people are like-minded, but they operate within their own thing. So when people say like somebody's leader and somebody like, man, we all do what the fuck we want. I mean, hell, I didn't had issues. Um, I've been putting the chair probably more than anybody on BGS's platform mm -hmm. back in the day. They used to stay <laughs> putting me in the chair because I say some shit they didn't like. And most of the time I was right. Sometimes I, I came out and not be wrong. Like the Star Wars shit, by the way, I came out all the way wrong on that shit. But we all have our own minds, and that's one thing that does not get said. Now, you have some audience members that they operate like a hive, but for the most part, all these dudes have their own minds. That's actually the issue with black men, is black men will get individualized themselves to death. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Even, even uh, you know, even MOT with SYSBM, we've gone back and forth, okay, uh, about certain things, because uh, um, 
MOT doesn't particularly like Rhyme, and Rhyme's my boy, okay? And I mm -hmm. will not support, you know, I actually came out in defense of Rhyme, and right. MOT didn't like that. But at, at, the, at the end of the day, look, bro, I said, uh, uh, basically, a lot of times uh, people think that they're built to come at me, okay? They're not built to come at me. All right, Master Teacher. Mm -hmm. My master teacher. <laughs> nah, I heard okay. that. Because I even said that. I even told people too. I said, hey, somebody tried to make it a big deal because I said, I said, when BGS was there, you ain't ever heard me say BG, like say master teacher BGS to say that. That doesn't mean I have any less respect. So when people hear that shit, they mm. kind of make assumptions. It's the same thing. Like take Tariq Nasheed, for example. Tariq Nasheed is always saying, I ain't no pro-black leader. I ain't no pro-black no, leader. He's not, is that what, is, so he's always said, even from the but, beginning. But people, but do people allot him like he's a yeah. fucking pro-black yeah, leader? Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. like, I give you money, so therefore you're a fucking leader. Shit, right. you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you once you raise over a hundred thousand dollars, nah, you can't say that shit. You know, that's how a lot of people feel. So it is what it is. Yeah. Just because they put that on you, it is what it is. Well, what the Red Fox said a long time ago: uh, leaders are not born; they're cornered. Mm, Damn, that's especially wow. yeah. true with black folks. Mm. Wow, that's remarkable. What's up, Mella? Hey. Mella got a similar treatment last night on uh GC's panel. Damn, Mella. Y'all going, going after all the women, huh? I, I mean, <laughs> who, 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 is, who is GC? Game changer. Oh. Me and Game Changer have a particular history, okay? Yeah. 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 That, was, Look, that was AJ trying to be hilarious and failed miserably. You As always, a date with him, man, because it looked like not at all, not at all. Sweet on you, he might not at all. Bill or something Mella, yeah, what that's... do you think about our topic? I, I find it wonderful, first of all, that your success is accelerating at a pace that is, um, you know, very complimentary to your you, you ladies' little, you know, your. It, it started out little, and now it's large, and I just really. Yeah, wanted to congratulate you for that thank you so much and we appreciate it and it's because of all the supporters and a lot of it we owe thanks to bgs and that's why Absolutely. you know we definitely uh, and even before this bgs you know we rock with you so just yeah. like the level of support that you've given no one mm -hmm. else on this platform has given huh. us and we've had good support i mean people interviewing yeah. us and giving us yeah. exposure but right. you know it's it's really dope and we appreciate and, it and, when, yeah. and me and sister george and concrete rose we don't always agree in fact we've yeah. gone right knuckle we've knuckled up a few times but the thing is i think it needs to be heard that's just my opinion yeah. uh yeah yeah and most dudes are on the i'm just waiting for the niggas ain't shit turn i'm just waiting well, for the yeah, april mason april mason picture it, that's what if, i'm if, waiting if for. it come if it comes out it comes out the thing is you want to know that but, it's there no, we're talking you about know, the official niggas ain't shit turn. Like, uh, you know, remember Allie Emmett? You know, I promoted, I was cool with Allie I Emmett. I like Allie. She, she uh, disappeared. Yeah, because she decided to say black women do what you want, which is AKA oh, for black men. Post. I mean, that's strange. 
Yep. So, and I mean, we, we at first we tried to give her some room to, you know, say maybe she mad. We give him room to be mad. And she kept on yeah, part yeah. five, part six. And the BGS said, All right, let me dust but, off the belt. You know what? Let me let me I, just well, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I can say that that I, you know what? Like, I feel like you guys are waiting for the other shoe to drop. Now I want to say it all quickly. Edward, we're human, and I can say this: like I'm still growing. I am a work in progress, and I probably always will be. I say things that I shouldn't say, but I, I'm not afraid to apologize, and I may not even recognize my error unless, uh, I mean, until someone else points it out. But I don't <laughs> that think that you're gonna hear us on the uh, on the niggas ain't ain't spit campaign. Like you won't hear us doing that. Well, we, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you say, before y'all say anything, let me just say this. Um, while I do, I love, 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 I love black men. I love y'all mm -hmm. uh, with the depths of my soul, but I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say that I've never been hurt by black men or, um, people around me have never been hurt by black men, but that does not, let me finish my point. It does not cause me to have a disdain for every black man that I come into contact with. It does not make me not want to understand why um, black men would go out and date interracially. It does not make me hate you for dating interracially. Um, so I just want y'all to understand, yeah, I've gone through shit with black men. I've gone through shit with black women too. I ain't on here talking about right, this but, shit either. Black yeah, Uru, but, but that's, I'm not that's angry. Not what I'm excited and I'm passionate. That's, that's, that's how not, I talk. I scream. I'm not that's angry. Not what we're, that's not what we're oh, that's, that's hold what on, I hold on, yeah. That's not what Rose, we're talking Rose about. Rose is not most angry. Who's men, a most black Mella, 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 y'all can't y'all can't talk over each other like that. Most black men have a very um high tolerance level for black women saying niggas ain't shit because we're used to our damn mom saying that so that's not what it is there's a difference between that and then it's like an official declaration that now i'm on the pro-feminist black I i'll give you a perfect example there's a tv show that i've been watching on netflix and i'm gonna put it out here it's that show um the chilling adventures of sabrina now, what's interesting about this show is all the black people somehow got like white fathers, but they coming out here looking melanated and black. And it, this is not just like one or just like about three or four instances I've seen this. And it's this ideology where I can get with a white dude and somehow recreate like a perfectly melanated black person that a lot of swirlers have. And what happens is you have women that are not like official swirlers, but they have this I'm officially done with black men mentality. It first started happening happening with a lot of dudes that would listen to Jason Black. And a lot of your swirler channels today are off women, Chrissy, that used to listen to Jason Black. Like, ain't no nigga like this in real life. So I'm like, fuck black men. And their rhetoric over time will become extremely hostile towards black men. To the And, I, and when I say hostile, I'm not talking about legitimate talking points. I'm talking about like just shit that you'll bring up an African and say, this is why Ado's black men ain't shit. Like shit like that. So Edward, so Edward are, are, are you insinuating that Jason Black's rhetoric uh, creates swirlers? Is that what you're No, saying? but what I'm saying is a lot of these women will be pro-black because they're really pro-black, um, pro- black sex and pro-black love and jason okay, black so speaks are, are to that they, rhetoric but there's others too are they pro-black pro or do they come from the jason black 
um real B ones. No, they come from no 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 because the B one shit that we know today with Taz and them, that's not Jason Black shit. Uh that's that's some some whatever. I'm not gonna talk shit about them on the channel, but no, what I no, will I'm say talking, I'm talking about the real the real B one like Jason Black B one. Black he, channel, he, the black channel school. The, the black truth professor black truth B one. Yes, yes. Do 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 these uh swear That's all the same say, shit in my are, opinion. Are you are you are you saying that they come from the Black Channel School of Thought? No, but they they use the talking okay. points coming from B1. Yeah, and they gravitate towards that. I will say that. That's why I kept saying a lot of folks are pro black because they're pro oh. they they're pro dick policing. And that's another reason why a lot of people are pro ADOS because they're pro dick policing. And then once they realize that we're not going to have that conversation, then they're real like what their real priorities come out. That's what I'm saying. Well, but, I want to say I police everybody. I don't just, I police the women too. So, you, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that, in the conscious community. That's well, how on. does they, that, they, uh, how is that related to being impartial if you dick police everyone? I, or, I did say, I said not, that there are certain things that I hold true, that uh, certain things that um, I hold on to that I'm not objective about, and any race first matters. Uh, that that's race that first. To. That's important. Yeah, race yeah. first. So yeah. I agree with that. that. I'm pretty objective. Yeah, most black women do agree with that. I mean, well, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they do. The vast majority of the if you if you come out of the conscious community, the vast majority of the conscious community believes in all black. They do believe in that. Okay. Yeah, they do, but let's let's be honest. They give more deference. Like you can have a Maya Angelou a lot easier than you can have a black male equivalent to that. You had, you yeah, had, you got, you got Harry Belafonte. Men don't, don't they consider Maya Angelou pro black. Yeah, real pro black yeah. men talk bad about Maya. Angelou. They, they they will talk bad about them behind if the they scenes. have a, a behind the scenes. But the thing is, they still work with them because you're still working toward a goal. Okay, that and, has and, always been the case. And to be fair, and I'm gonna start making this delineation as well. And I did it on Ramil's channel. There's a difference between YouTube pro blacks yeah. and folks that do the real shit, do real work. Yeah. And, 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 and there, no, there is. Really? And I'm not saying that to denigrate anybody because you know BGS is on YouTube. And I, he has, I, I, I still do it in the real in, in the real yeah. world. I still do and, it. And there are people that are on YouTube and do the real stuff, and the stuff that they're saying is, is valid. But what I'm saying is. Uh, you got folks that they came to this information kind of Johnny come lately's or they they read a book and now they think they th we, we had this argument on Ramil's channel just not like 30 minutes ago talking about Robert Smith. And I said, can you be pro? And, and they want to say, well, you can't be um, Mufasa tried to say that the 30, 37 million that he contributed to black men. Yeah, that's a great action, but that doesn't make him like a pro black king. And I'm like, nobody never said he was. You have never heard any black man make the argument that the leaders. I'm going to tell you this, okay? In the yeah. conscious community, uh, Robert Smith is a hero in spite of his white wife, okay? That is exactly I have, I have what I question. said, because there's a I lot of a stuff you don't see that he's already done. Anyway. I have a question for uh, BJS and Edward. Go ahead. You guys use the term real work. Now, you know, just to give you some background, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just another black man caught up in the mix. Okay. I make a dollar out of 15 cents. So yeah. I'm proclaim to be pro-black and this, that, and the third. Okay. But um, could you uh, clarify for me what exactly is quote unquote real work? Let me give you an example. Okay. Let me, let's let's give you an example about my work. Okay. Why what I did before I came here, the, uh -huh. what we did in my think tank, right? We're the one to help facilitate the East African corridor by convincing the Chinese to actually start building the goddamn thing. Feel me? That's real work. 
uh, telling people about the World Economic oh, Forum, okay. what's going on with automation, and <laughs> that like kind of shit, uh, uh, and, and doing this in the background while DOD and all these mother, other motherfuckers uh, cutting your lines, cutting off your internet, uh, sending you letters and all kind of bullshit. That's motherfucking real work. We have to worry about being an orange goddamn jumpsuit if you come from uh, uh come all through right. the, uh, come through immigration. Okay, that's real goddamn work. Are you that person? Are you that person? That when I when I put that when I when I put that picture up about my uh, internet line being cut, that wasn't I, bullshit. I really that wasn't bullshit. People doing that. One, is that is one, that real one, work one, for one, you, I, sir? One one thing, one thing. I because I just got a um. I'm parked at this truck stop. I need to get my rig looked at. All right. And the shop mm-hmm. just called me when you was in the middle of that. I really do apologize. So I didn't get any of that. That's why I was trying to come All in right. and, and stop you before you was trying to lay that well, down well, to me. And I would say at a basic level, but you no, know, I, because- I want him. I, I I want BGS if he could, if you could, please, sir. Um, could you restate that if possible? Okay. Did you, you hear what? I, did you did you hear did you hear about me saying before the think tank? Okay, there's two things that I know that we help cause, that we help bring about. By putting information out, okay. There's two things: East African Corridor that they built, that the Chinese are building right now as we speak, mm-hmm. and, and the other thing is the the uh, the uh, Ecowas coin, where the 14 African colonies are getting off the goddamn um, colonial frank. Because he brought up awareness to that, and nobody was fucking talking about it before we did it. Okay. Okay. So it's, so. So you know, just another question. Okay, as it pertains to that. As it pertains to that, uh-huh. what, what what exactly are the tangible results for you guys' think tank research? I just told you too. So so there's been legislation put into place to get certain African countries off of the front. The, the, the Ecowas coin just went live in 2020. Okay, where where they actually rejecting the uh, the the colonial franc that been, they had been on for like 80 years. There was and, that, and, that was actually sucking like a trillion dollars out of the, out of out of the continent of Africa. And your and your think tank had a direct effect in making that happen. When you when, when you make certain things public that are not supposed to be public or not supposed to be publicized, yes, has a direct effect. So, so I by, got a question: proxy, What will you okay. constitute as real work? Because what happens is when I hear people say what they say is real work, they have all these extra questions about it. So, because see, for me, what I would constitute as real work is well, I'm not gonna say. I mean, at my level, let's say that because there's levels of real work. But at a basic level, something that is duplicatable is you buy. You making a priority to buy black. Pay attention who you're. Um, purchasing where your purchasing power is going to. I'm not saying that everything you got to buy has to be from a black person, but when I ask black people, okay, give me some examples of some stuff that you bought by black. Like, have you got your taxes done by a black person? Is your attorney black? These things, they don't have no answers, but they'll have excuses about why that's all of a sudden inconvenient in the information age. And that tells me they don't even think about it. That So that's already a tell. Something that's very basic that anybody can do that people can also... um. Also, by the way, um, tell other people to do and why they should do it, you know, is they don't even think about this shit until they come in this space. And this shit is something you really supposed to think about. I ain't say all the time, but it should be in your like background awareness, just simple shit. Like I pay attention when I'm going somewhere. Are there black people that are hired there? You know, and then a lot of the stuff is positive. There's there's like, for instance, there's a place called Chop right now. Um, it's a new place. It's kind of like Panera Blair, but it's focused on salad. They actually hire black male um, 
form with they have a um they have felonies. They've hired so many black men with felonies, it actually makes white people uncomfortable in some of the more richer, whiter areas. So I shop there, but I also shop there because I'm too lazy to make a fucking salad and I'd rather get the shit from them. And um that way I have my shit. Um so that's like a small example. Um I get so, my car Edward, mostly done by black people. So can, my answer to ask, you is that. Okay, yeah. So let me ask you this. Um I I get my hair cut by a black barber. Mm-hmm. So, All right, so does everybody so that means, else. So, so that means that I'm buying black. So with that, well, so yeah, does everybody too, else. Doing, yeah, but it's so, buying so black. That, hold on, yeah, would that constitute as doing real? Yes, work? that would that would be. But I, I'll give you that's but a on good a micro example. Scale. Okay. No, absolutely. And 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 by the way, who, how many um how many what does the black barber industry look like? It ain't nothing but black men supported by other wow. black men. That's a small example. So my, but I, I don't usually don't let people have that because everybody does that. So wow. what, what's another example? Homeless veterans. Oh, but black men suck at that. I ain't even gonna lie. Homeless veterans? What about? Yeah. Well, I accommodate them. Homeless I black it, veterans? I, I, yeah, I, I okay. do. There, there's a, um, a, in a particular square footage of land in a particular city of this country that I can access. There are people sleeping under a bridge that want that would prefer to be there as opposed to access um, not only application for the benefits entitled to them, mm-hmm. but actually they just don't feel safe in these uh, shelters and um, and so forth. And I, because I'm not equipped with the credentials of a professional psychiatrist, you know, that psychiatrist tags along and they pinpoint who is um, more likely than not to be schizophrenic. And, and what the problem, see, this is what's distressing me when I help these people. You know, I distribute blankets and toiletries and, you know, just do whatever I can to make them comfortable for where they choose to stay that night. What's disturbing me is that the city won't make them go to a facility, a, a, a brick and mortar structure that is more helpful for them. They let them sleep out there. I, I just don't well, get they it. Can't I they don't give a their shit. Rights, though, too. Like they have the right to sleep outdoors if they want. I mean, they can't. Well, some all... some some areas you don't. I, I, I don't I don't understand that. Because how are, how are you going to have a law for littering? Loitering, I should say. How are you going to have a law for loitering and yet allow somebody to sleep outside under a bridge? That I is my confusion. But loitering has to do with a business. But I don't like anything that's going to infringe on people's rights. Like, I, I'm careful about having the government enact uh, more rules and more laws to infringe on folks' rights. They should they should scoop them up and put them in a, in a decent facility as opposed to just letting them sleep vulnerable they, on the street. They, they, they can't. They, they won't do it is because the banks are in trouble. The banks are still holding on to mortgages and homes that they can't get rid of. They can't dump. OK, they have to keep them on the books. They could they could actually 3D print houses. They're doing it in Mexico for peasants, for for pennies on the dollar and have facilities for their own little 400 square foot house on land that's already there that can actually house people. There aren't that many homeless people where they can't house them. Yeah. They just don't want yes, to. Because, I got, because, I got, because can I finish, please? 
yeah, yeah. I just want to let you know I got a question for you, so be ready. Okay, and, and basically, it, 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 really, this is not my hangout. It's not supposed to be a question and answer period for me, okay? Because oh, the, this is the ladies' hangout. But the thing uh -huh. is that um, because they don't want the, – if, if they build more individual homes to get these people off the street and give them individual homes, it's going to bring the property values down, which is going to bring the bank's, the bank's balance sheets down, okay? it's a It's a very – simple but complex thing they're protecting the banks and they don't care about the homeless they don't care about the most of the especially the most of the government of the government sir sir i had a question for bgs sir bro you first of all we're off we're off topic here we're grossly off topic let him ask the warlord to come out okay uh, BGS, you said something earlier in that uh, short diatribe that you gave about... What um, a diatribe, bro. Well, whatever. You can call it mom and pop soft serve ice cream. I don't care. Okay. Okay. How long are you going to let this go on, BGS? Now, I mean, really. You see what this guy is doing. Whoa, 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 whoa. And it's not, hey, it's not the place. Benjamin, so Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin, you are. You're being Mella, facetious Mella, and disrespectful. Okay. You, you, uh -huh. You'd have whatever. been voted. You did, when, when black uh, well, men and black women agree, you're automatic. That's automatically what we go with. Benjamin, if you want to have a... If you want to have a talk to, to me, hold a second, hold a second, bro. You are kind of being slick. If, if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one talk with me, I will open up a hangout for me and you. We no, I don't. Talk. I just want this quick question answered. Well, thank That's you. All. It didn't take all that. Now, um, you said something about you said something about um, peasants getting housing down in Mexico. Yeah, Did I have that correct. Yes. Okay. So, so would would someone from the United States be able to repatriate or expatriate to Mexico and get a free housing? They're, you, okay, uh, you, okay. This is this is only the Mexican government is doing it for Mexican citizens for their people. Okay, okay. Uh, you cannot yeah, go yeah, down there because you're not a Mexican citizen. I, I, I understand okay. that. I, that's all I want. I just want some clarification. Thank you. Yeah. That, I, um, all right, Black Uru, because I know you. Yeah. Okay. I yield my let, time. You go ahead, Black Uru. Now, let me let so me jump off player. here because because yeah, I'm like the, we, like we want to move the conversation forward. I'm yeah. still here, y'all. I'm just I was driving and I know I have bad reception, but Benjamin, we want we're gonna move the conversation forward. I'm yeah, with let that. Me, I'm with that. I like I like the way he. Let me go ahead and jump. Let me. I like the way he pulled it off. You like that, Bella? I think we've gotten off subject here. We have Black Uru. Did you want? You know what I want to say. You and I have gone back and forth concrete. Yes. And uh, respectfully, I, I think the respect has been mutual or I've, I've tried yeah. to be. <laughs> I, I think I, I think what you and maybe uh, Danielle to a lesser degree. But but I think what you all don't realize is that we've gone so far in the wrong direction. That to re-steer things back in the right direction is going to be very painful, which means that I agree. Uh, black men are going to say some things and do some things that are gonna cause you some great discomfort because they're in the fight for their own masculinity and, and mostly for their own humanity. So much of, of the response you're getting, particularly from the younger men, you know, BGS is older. He's from a different time. He and I are around the same age. He's from a different time and place. The the way we interacted with your mothers, frankly, uh, grandmothers are very different than how your peers interact with you because we have a very different 
history and life experience and mores right. and et cetera. And so what I see is happening uh, in the response to you and the response to Danielle is, you know, although it may seem quite coarse, it, it may seem somewhat belligerent and hostile, it is in response to what has been multiple times worse versus black men for a great long period of time. And, and to, to, to achieve this balance that you want, and, and I'm not even sure if that's even a, a valid uh, position to seek because I think in the mm -hmm. end, the only hope is for black men to be actually dominant over you. That's the only real hope for our people. So I don't even accept the notion of a balance if we're talking about equality. You know, I, I don't buy that in any reasonable way. I think black men either assume dominance over you or it's over. And, yeah, and, to, and, to, and to achieve dominance so over you, they're going to have to respond to you in a way that you will perceive to be quite harsh. Mm, to, okay, to what, now that is interesting. To, Hold on one second, Mella, really quick. Um, uh, I just want to say, Black Uru, we have, gone, we have gone back and forth, and I really took it as you giving me crap. So I wasn't taking it personal or anything like that. But um, you bring about an interesting point and one that I, of course, can't refute and one that does actually make sense. But does that mean that us as Black women or me and Danielle saying we're standing in the gap that we have to take the brunt of what's being given because we're volunteering to stand in the gap? Well, I mean, if, if you're going to take the position you're taking, then you are definitely going to have to bear some of the brunt. I mean, it's the only way. You can't assume, you're assuming a position of leadership. You know, mm. I, I mean, whenever you assume any position of leadership. Not survival, of, but leadership. Out, out front, you know, and, and, and put, add your voice to what has been a very complex and, and troublesome and, and try some situation, then you're going to catch some some feedback and it's going to be painful again in part in large part because yeah part of it is the men don't want to hear it from you part of it is we've uh -huh. heard too much damn from you we've heard too much from our mothers our grandmothers our aunts <laughs> oh, wow. our teachers we've not heard too real. damn yeah, much it ain't it ain't just you. about some it's not just you know, about it's some. all levels well, in the build on what, what Black Huru is saying, it's not about, see, y'all, everybody keep, when I say y'all, we know it ain't just women. Men do it too. They always come back into, you're mad because of who you're fucking. This stuff, like, who you're fucking is almost like an iceberg. And then below the surface, we know an iceberg is a lot larger below the surface. It's about how you were trained and programmed, or if you weren't programmed that way, the resistance you got to resisting that programming. Because that's a big thing, too. Uh, and that's what Black Hoover was talking about. Another thing, too, is which I slightly disagree. You all don't have to take shit from nobody. But guess well, what? The question, hold on, hold on. The question comes down to, and this is where Black Hoover is right. Do you want the truth? Or do you want a whole bunch of yes men telling your ass what you want to hear? Because there's a whole bunch of females out for Mason. I could name a whole list where they got yes men around them. Oh, black love, black love, black love. Ain't nothing that you're doing is wrong. And at the end of the day, ain't nothing improving. If anything, things are getting worse. Why? Because the real thing is like... It's like being a doctor and you know what's wrong with somebody, but you don't really want to tell them because it's going to be too painful to fix it. Like, you know, they got diabetes. So what you're going to do is you're going to treat it, but not try to cure it. 
because you know at the end of the day they're gonna still eat what they want they're gonna do what they want so you're not gonna put the pressure on them that's necessary to extend their life because you have a fundamental belief they won't do it anyway so you just say i'm gonna make money on treating the disease anyway because i know they're not gonna do it that's what we do in the black community you have people that want to hear what they want to hear and they just want um what do they call it um confirmation bias to what they already believe anyway when that's not actually what it is. So, so what do you oh, want? The question is, what does this have to do with industrial legacy? Well, I mean, the, the, title, the, that I the, got, the title that I got was about, I'm going to say this one time. So, is the topic industrial legacy? Apparently not. No, I didn't know. I mean, I don't know. I just came on Black and I saw Google. the title. So, that's why I had to Black go Google. on. I have, a, I have a question for no, you. Can, can I ask Black Uru a question? Uh, Concrete Rose, you guys mind if I ask Black Uru a question? Black Uru, do you mind if I ask you a question? All right. I mean, just uh, ask who, the who question. Man. Man. I hope it's relevant to I hope it's relevant to subject. Well, you know, the question is, do you know why you got dog? Okay. It is relevant anyway, to the subject anybody. and what we were talking about in and the intro, Melo. Um, but um, you see, you I, see, hold on, on time out, time right. out. You see what you just hold on, on. You see what you just did. I'm not. Calm I'm not down, little you. fella. I'm don't not, don't I'm not be sneaky you, about shit. I'm not, I'm not talking to But I am. I'm not talking to you. Oh, that's Benjamin. Benjamin, Benjamin. Come on, y'all. Like we want to have No, he directed. He he directed a question to me. You're free to ask. I hope it's I hope it's relevant to the subject. That's all. It very much so is relevant. And it will, we kind of seen an example of that just a few moments ago. Uh, earlier, you said that there is a lack of masculinity amongst black men, especially within my age group, let's say millennials, you know. I did not say that. I did, well, I did not I even remotely. I, sir, hold on, hold on. Now, now you're <laughs> quoting me. You're, you're falsely quoting me. And you did another sneak diss to I me, did not too, by the way. Was but, a okay, lack of I'll let that go. I said I said that there that your generation, younger generations have mm -hmm. different relationships with with black women than those of our generation and prior. That's what okay. I said. Okay. I, okay. I made no well, reference at all to masculinity well, hey, hey, and hey, or lack I, thereof. I could have I could have um No, you most certainly did not in okay, well, correctly we receive what I said. We can agree to disagree on that point. No, no, sir. there's no agreement. I mean, we can rewind the tape. Let's move the subject. Let's move on to the subject. I'm not going to have a discussion with someone who's going to misquote me and then say, let's agree to disagree. Let's okay. go to another subject. under attack. That's what I heard. Well, it was no, something I, about masculinity. Look, yeah, I, 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 I said I nothing I about masculinity, masculinity being under attack yes, you are by tripping. your generation. Did he say masculinity? I said he we did have use the word. Yes, I said we have Edward, different generations, you, different relationships with our women. That's what I said. Okay, well, I said, well, and because okay. black men have been under attack for so long, that okay. much of what black women are going to receive is going to be a response or a result of having been under those attacks. The question up, sir. Let me clean the question up, sir. With that said, if we can all agree that there is a deficiency in that's what I heard. Oh, oh, so you heard that too, concrete. Okay. Well, anyway, since we can we can come to some yeah, sort I'm gonna rewind this clip. Yeah, since please we can do. come to some sort of agreement that there is a lack of masculinity amongst the um zillennial and millennial cohort. Um, how do you think we go about fixing that problem? Black Uru, you as the uh, elder statesman mm. on the panel. 
Well, I mean, I guess that presupposes that I think it can be fixed. But but this is what I would say, and this is what I would would request that all black men exclaim to all black women. Give your sons to their fathers. I don't give a damn what the circumstances is. I don't give a damn what he's done. Unless he's in prison, honestly, unless he is in prison, give your sons to his fathers. Maybe you nurse him through age three, you know, when, when he can start eating off the table. After but that the point, men have to give be it, willing give to him take to, I don't, give him give give him to it. Look, if we as a if we as a class of men made a point that we're going to take care of our our, our sons, and we're also going to compel our brothers and our cousins and our fathers and our uncles, if we collectively did that as a collective policy, we could begin to change this thing because we could we would definitely increase the masculinity. You know, if, if we're having that argument, I agree. Right? We, we would definitely increase the masculinity amongst us. Now, here's the thing. I know the system is going to fight tooth and nail against allowing that to happen. I know in the end, black women would have to voluntarily do that because everything backs them thwarting that. Therefore, it puts the onus on black women to say, what do you really value? What is your real concern? Or is you concerned about yourself and about whatever having this, this boy advantage lends to you? Or do you really care about that boy's development into a man? The movie, the movie Boys in the Hood gave a perfect example of a woman dropping off her son. You know what's father. even a he better a example? Teenager. You know what's even a better example of that, Mello? The beginning, the very beginning of the movie 300. When they show the that men as well. come that as well. and take the boy and drag that boy away from his so, crying, screaming Yeah, mother. but no, rather than arguing that point, I got a question. Why doesn't that happen now? Because it's easy to say that that's what has to happen to kind of sidestep that it doesn't happen. Why is it that that doesn't happen now? Can the there women are, well, we're, that we're, caught are, in, we're caught in a vicious cycle of the boys I hear what you're saying I want I want them to explain to me because they're the ones who have to voluntarily make that decision there why does has, that happen now Mr. Yeah, Anderson it, there has yet to be a poll that I'm aware of as to whether or not black men would agree with this um Presentation. We're not talking that's about that's black men. True. We're talking oh, about the question is to you. to you and what you women would do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There has yet to be a poll established as to whether or not there is willingness of the woman to take her son and 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 basically put her son in the well, father's well, of hands. The women are not going to want to. There give has yet to be a right, poll. Right now, you, you right want a poll. Everybody wants to talk about statistics. No, everybody wants to talk about statistics. There has yet to have existed that I'm aware of statistics of women that have. You know, Mella, you know that's just ingenuous as hell. But go ahead. Well, just give your sons to their fathers. Just say, damn it! Uh, as painful as it's going to be. I want to see the numbers. I want to see the numbers. So, Mella, so Mella, what is your what what is your opinion? So, so what, how many, how much do you think a women are willing to do that personally? What's in your, your personal opinion? 
Well, I, I estimate that out of the women who are quote unquote single, right? Single parents. I would estimate that more likely than not at this time, they're not willing to do it. Why? Right. Um, let me answer this. Uh, oh. I kind of feel like a lot of black women um, probably made some very interesting mating choices, which if you don't really know the person that you had a baby by, so to speak, you're not just going to give your baby away to a person that oh, you really not know. Just your baby. You I'm, I'm not you. saying that that's right. I'm definitely not saying that that's right. But um, a lot of women um, will, you know, especially with the single mothers, the way single mothers are, a lot of us will get into situations without really knowing the person, so to speak, and then have a baby. Which is called letting a nigga nut in you that you don't know. But Mr. Anderson, Mr. Anderson, do behave. I got, well, I mean, I got a question. I got a question. I got one more question. So, Danielle, um, and this is for all the women, actually. What, if, if where... When a woman is a is looking at a dude that he might sleep with or whatever, out of let's say five things, ten things, whatever, what do you think fatherhood ranks as how a woman assesses a man? Before she sleeps with him? Before yes. Oh, when when um now if I'm looking at a guy and a guy is fine and well, I'm not just gonna say me, but if I'm not even take one night stands off the table. I'll even be fair. Take one night stands off the table. Okay, uh, if she's looking at a guy and she wants to sleep with him, um, certain times it's literally about uh getting a need filled, uh, fulfilled as opposed to are you for you? He make a good father, will he make a good man? Because if she's just looking into looking at it as a carnal thing, like she just wants to sleep with him, then that's just what it is. She just wants yeah. to sleep with him. Uh, okay, now, I got baby. Yeah, but let, let me let me ask the lady. Let me get the cue. Everybody has to go one at a time. Yeah. Um, now if a baby comes out of that situation, it's just like, oh shit, oops, a baby then came. But then now you do have women who are just out for child support. And who will have these babies, especially if she had some a baby with somebody who's worth something, um, then it's just, oh, shit, I got a baby. Um, now I have somebody who's going to love me. Um, and then there's a bonus. I can actually get some housing and some money from it. So some women can, actually. Can, can I ask one situation. simple question? Just one question. Just one question. What would happen to that formula you described, Danielle? Oh, it's a, a formula for disaster. Absolutely. Let me finish my question. You didn't let me finish my question. I'm sorry. What would happen to the formula and the scenario you described if every woman in that situation was compelled to give her son up? And, and you saw women having to give their sons up. So even though all the feelings and emotions and the wet coochie, all that shit was going down before, if she knew in the back of her mind, if this is a boy, I'm going to have to give him up. And I may have to actually help to support this child that does not live with me. What do uh, you think would happen? What do you think would happen well, to the behavior? Well, of let me answer the question. 
I think that if she knew that she was going to have to financially support the child, that's the only thing that- And, and give the child up. Yeah, what I'm saying is, uh, Uru, if if she just had to, uh, if she had, it, it wouldn't be, a, I still think it would be the same outcome until the financials come in, which is why I think black men have such a big issue with the child support uh, system because they have to pay child support. A lot of the times we keep the babies from men. And I don't want to get off into that, but um, if it was just about her giving the child up, I think she would still. But, but she don't uh, get do those benefits did. that you described earlier right. without if she the wasn't child. Getting, um, if she had to get the so, child so, up. So just her giving that child up alone would, would, even if she didn't pay child support to the man, just her giving that child child up alone would neutralize much of what you described. Yeah, probably. Well, but again, that's voluntary. That's not. Said, that's not said most black women ain't going for that. And, and also, you're talking about so that's like a voluntary thought process because you have to have laws in, instituted to do that. My point is, when you look the, what a woman, the needs that a woman is trying to get met at the time, which is what Daniel talked about, reflects the type of men that she chooses. So uh, all, and when I say this, all women want dudes that, in their opinion, look good. Let's not act like that's a black woman thing. But the yeah. issue that I talk about about is how much of the pie uh, chart does that take up? Is that 80% of the pie chart, 50% of the pie chart versus other attributes? And what I say in relation to a lot of black women that wind up in this situation is at that particular moment, it's like 70% of what the pie chart is. And then all the other shit all of a sudden becomes important after the fact. Here's the thing though, even talking about what black Huru is talking about though. If you look at dudes that are just there to meet a need for sex, who, who who's to say those dudes want to have a kid? That's what happens too, because it's like you had this baby, we had sex. That's true. You Good had point. the baby, anyway. Yeah, but uh, uh so they don't want you. Yeah. They don't want Uru's plan. A lot of times they won't because that's not what they signed up for in the first place. And that's another reason why that goes back to kind of that poll thing you were talking about. So it's kind of like we're making a lot of assumptions that the dudes will want to do that. Because because if you look at most black men that are married, it's very few black men that are married that don't have children. And then a lot of the dudes, this 18 percent of black men that a lot of these kids are being born through, they're there to be sperm donors to the point where women, that's what women. I got that from women calling them sperm donors. They are not not there to actually be leaders because when you ask a woman to give a child up you're basically as asking a woman to submit leadership at least for that child because you're going up against a woman's instinct when it comes to nesting and the biological connection they have with that child that man was not fucked to be a leader that man was fucked to fill a need that she comes mm. to get you know that's the difference why, anyway why do you think the rich why do you think the rich and powerful i mean am i wrong do y'all disagree Danielle? why do you think the rich and powerful why do you think the rich and powerful people send their their kids to military well sons to military school boarding school whatever because they don't want that boy up under that woman for too when they're rich yeah, they want to bred, but they want that they want him to old. be bred to be a man and a leader and he can't do yeah, that but, but that's why they're mother. rich even the black uh -huh. boule do that they're in a different environment though so you can't even operate them within like normal society no, I, I'm, I'm not saying you we can, oh, okay. we can adapt. if you don't the, want the, a baby why are you I'm, having I'm not saying unprotected we can adapt sex the society of the well, world the i'm just saying i'm just really saying that women. that 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 demonstrates no, why you must no, remove no, the, no, the male child no, no, from no, the woman. Wait, wait a minute, no, that's everybody. A for the wait woman. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
um, Mella Concrete and I, that was probably the first conversation that we actually had on BGS's channel um, telling men, if you don't want a baby, then you really need to know how to protect yourself because if a woman wants a baby, she gonna have a baby. Facts. So if you don't want a baby, yeah, you need and, to figure some shit out when well, this is the, um, the, the, and, and that, and that always gets like and so people act like all these babies are being created because all these dudes you have a 53% on and it's rising of black men that do not have children, which is the widest gap of any race, by the way, in the United States. And also statistics show that black men wear more condoms than any race because dudes don't want to pay child support. Like well, I, 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 I have. Two and, and, well, and well, well, give me a second. Give me a second. No, no, give me a second. I've been sitting here waiting for y'all for. A oh second. my bad. All right, Archer. This is where Archer com comes in. When, when it comes to the, when it comes to have a black woman having a baby and whether or not she wants it, you cannot tell me these women don't have any options i see too many single mothers out here who were having having a whole bunch of sex before they got pregnant got that one kid and decided they never want to have a baby again kept having a lot of sex and never had a baby again how the fuck does that work if you're if you if you have one child and you're telling me before you had that one child you couldn't control whether or not you were going to get pregnant but after you have that one child you keep fucking but still have all the control over the world whether or not you have another one that's bullshit that's straight up bullshit. No. You have the option. You have no. the option to request a man wear a condom. I've had women tell me, if you don't put on a condom, we're not fucking. Did you bring a condom? Oh, my bad. I didn't bring one. Well, guess what? We're not fucking. If a woman doesn't tell you that, she wants a kid. Simple as that. And that's when you walk away. If you don't want the kid. Well, that, that person, the stats stat say that black men are proportionally much more likely to use condoms than any other men. And, and, so and that's the other part that nobody ever mentioned. And either, let's look at AM1 reckless. and Ramil who said that black men, black people in general need to stop having children. He says black men need to take a reprieve, work on yourself and stop having, ha, stop having kids, even if it means stop having sex. Do you know how the manosphere responds to that? They respond to that. Like I'm telling you, okay, congratulations, Negroes. God is not real. Christianity was a lie. They have a very repulsive response to that message. Even dudes that don't have kids. The problem with that, Edward, is um, as you, you yourself have said, majority of black men are not having children. But, so but, the problem, right. the problem with what you're describing, Edward, is if only five or ten percent of the men were 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 skeeting off in women, that was still if, if the women themselves want to have children, you would still why, have high numbers of Negroes being born. Why do you think that there's not a big push in y'all? I've never heard a big push in the manosphere jumping on females about child support. You know why? Because ultimately, a lot of black men in the manosphere, if you don't have kids, that's by choice. If you do have kids, at the end of the day, you kind of, that's on you. You don't hear a whole bunch of dudes really talk about child support. Look what these women doing with child support, like on a consistent basis. Because if you had kids, you played that role to have kids. But you do yeah. hear a lot of black men talking about, oh, does your dick, they, they have these conversations asking like, does your dick work? Or are you gay? Or, or you must not know how to fuck because they don't have kids. You hear that conversation go on when niggas get mad, but you don't hear the reverse conversation. So again, when you look at the culture that we come from, this idea... Like, 
again, if women want a baby, like Danielle said, if women want a baby, they're going to get a baby. By the way, if they can't get a baby by a black man, they're going to they're going to get sperm insemination and some stuff like this idea that if the black men just stop impregnating black women, that shit will stop. That goes against a fundamental understanding as to how society works. This is why most other societies always control the female womb. Even in matriarchy, the women make sure that that man doesn't get access to that vagina unless he's going to marry her. That's the women because they know how women can be if you let that shit just go, go, you know, fucking out, I mean, out of control. Even if you anyway. look at the matriarchies uh, in, in East Africa or uh, Middle East where they where they uh, do that uh, clitoris uh, mutilation thing, the women are the ones performing that. The women are the ones who are who are uh, behind the men's program performing these uh, actions on the young girls. Which I don't agree with. The, the sex, the sex, uh, the sex of these women. But that that's what yeah. doesn't get said. Um, that yeah, yeah, men go all, out of their way to stop it. By, no, but um, it's entirely done by women, and sometimes it's done quite brutally. Women and, are quite and, brutal, and by the way, most of your assigned marriages thing. are in mate in a, are they came from matriarchies. Yep. So the point is, it's not all paid men. It men deal with it because it works. But the overall point is, I'm not trying to scapegoat dudes. At the end of the day. I've never had a lot of sympathy for dudes that have a whole bunch of kids crying about child support. Cause at the end of the day, you signed up for that. What I call, I call them FTDs. They stand for financially transmitted diseases. You knew what the fuck it was. You know, child support is stop, stop acting like you didn't know what it was. So if you want a raw dog, then nigga, Hey, that's what it is. And you don't hear a lot of black men caping for that. That's all I'm saying. Let's stop acting like in the black community, a man can get a pass on anything to begin with. The I'm gonna tell you the, the first time I ever raw dogged a chick, I, I was afraid because I was like, I, I could get this chick pregnant, and I ain't even I, you know, I don't play the pull up pull out game shit. I play the condom shit, you know. And dudes that want to play, because there are dudes that are out here fucking like that. They catch a disease or something like that. Hey, that's on them. I don't, I don't sit here and oh, hey, Edward. bitches. Hey, Edward, did did it feel like apple pie? I, look, hey, I get why this dudes do it. I get why dudes do it, but at the end of the day, like I said, I call it an FTD, a financially transmitted disease, and that lasts eighteen years. Okay, well, I think I, I think it question? is officially Pi Day. Yeah, I can't. Hear I think it is. I can hear him. Hey, Mella, hey, you better Archie, cut the crap. Archie, <laughs> unplug your mic. Tell Archie to unplug his mic and plug it back up. That always works for me. But Edward, I got a question for you. Yeah. Are you there, sir? Okay. About this, uh, what you call that? A financially transmitted disease? Is that what you said? Yes. FTDs. Play off of okay. STDs. Okay. Would you agree with me that these uh, FTDs and whatnot, they are being um, incentivized by child support? Would you say that? Of course they are. So would you also agree with which these um, these illegitimate broken families where these baby mamas receive child support, would you say that that is a, uh, how you say, a deleterious environment for a child to be raised in? It's not a good environment, no. Okay, all right, all right. So would you then agree with me that brothers who do complain about child support have a legitimate gripe to previous points i just laid out to you Keeping that i mean they absolutely have a legitimate gripe but there's there's layers to it like again 
they have a legitimate gripe because child support. Look, all you got to do is look okay, at the force so, court. Child support is a brutal so, system. Okay, okay. So why then the lack of apathy for brothers like myself who have been put through the meat grinder of the family court system? Why the lack of apathy, sir? I, I have empathy for it, but there's a difference between empathy and then me going to act like that's not a situation that you already didn't know existed. Did you not know about that? Were you not educated on that? Most black men have what I call oops babies, where they fuck a bitch and then the bitch tells them they pregnant and they like, oh shit, you know, because they were raw dogging her more than once. And believe me, I hold women accountable I mean, to that shit. But 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 okay. my thing is, I thought about that shit beforehand and I govern my activities accordingly. That's all I'm saying. Okay. A lot of these dudes don't. Okay. You know, okay, my, okay, my sympathy comes from Now, if fact. I had the opportunity to change the laws, hold on, hold on, I would. I'm going to get real with you. Edward, let, let, let Black Ooh, um, rock real quick. I want to hear what he has to say. Well, I, I am empathetic to the extent that, uh, well, obviously things are so grossly against the men at all levels, you know, starting at the point of conception and, and maybe even before that. And in some cases, a actual conception with that person didn't actually occur, but yet the man is is blamed for it and made to pay for it. That's, so the it, that's, an, FTD so grossly, that's an FTD so, too. So the system is so grossly out of whack that you know you could come in the condom and leave it in a garbage can, and the woman can can inseminate herself with the sperm from that condom, and and you're on the hook. I mean, it, it's so it's so corrupt and evil that I am empathetic to men who get in that situation. And I'm, but I'm, I'm mostly empathetic to the fact that so few of us over the last couple of years have even been raised by our fathers and raised by men who would have trained us and prepared us. Look, the only reason that I did, the only reason, and I didn't get a lot from my father, but the only reason I did not become a baby daddy was because when I was about 14 years old, my father, one of the few times I saw him, came to me and, and he had a banana in one hand and he had a condom in the other hand. And he showed me how to put that sucker on. And, and the only times that and, and the few times that I talked with him you wow. know, over those years, he talked to me. He talked to me about condoms. He bought me condoms. And, you know, that, that was just that, that that was one of the, the few things. He gave. He didn't give me a lot. He didn't do a lot for me. But for some reason, he didn't want me to get caught up that way. And it was only for that reason, really, because I was in an environment where, where guys were getting were in. I was on the west side of Chicago. Guys were impregnating chicks over there in the seventies and whatever. So that was happening. But that was the only reason I. Didn't yeah, get and these are a lot of the and, guys. And so because so few of us have that experience with our father, someone with the authority to present things to us in that way and, and, and it leaves such an indelible mark within us. I am empathetic to the brothers, particularly the younger but, brothers, because too few of us actually have that. Yes, strength. and this is where you start to talk about gynocentrism. Your value as a your value as a black man is basically what you can do for a black female. That is how the men raise men, too, in the black community. So when I talk about gynocracy, it's not just about blaming it all the women. It's an it's a, a, a 
operating system that even the men operate on. This is why whenever black men get mad, the first thing they want to do is challenge your masculinity through a sexual basis because that's how they that hierarchy. So it really doesn't matter if you have a dad or don't have a dad. There's a lot of these submissive fathers too that that's the only value that they had or a lot of dudes that they base like their manhood on a woman or women's wombs. It's a, it's a whole culture. So when I talk, this is why when the women talk about AI, like they don't know what I'm talking about, why well, I go doubly and triply hard on them because I'm like, you get all these benefits, but you all want to talk like about like balance to black women is like they have 90% of everything and black men have 10% of nothing. Well, That's well, what balance, balance is to them. Balance to black women Edward, is can like, I bring something like, to your like, attention? Wait, because Sister George, they are talking Mella. about black women as this, as if we're Mella. not here. Mella, please. That is, I just that wanted to point that no, out. No, I'm that just saying that. No, I'm very upfront and honest. I know you're here. There's a term I coined called the baby mama industrial complex, where you have the family courts, the state courts and whatnot, and the mothers and nonprofit yes. organizations like daycares and whatnot, all working in unison to siphon as much wealth and resources from these baby daddies as possible. Would you agree with me that? There may be some grassroots. You know what? I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go down. I, I call but, that the gynocracy being powered by white supremacy. That's what I call it. But go yeah. ahead. But but with that that said, with all these complexities at point, you got you got you got nonprofit daycares cooking the books and, and giving these baby mamas an, an exorbitant fake uh, weekly daycare amount so they can take it back to the family courts and run up the actual fucking child support. You got the all states right. giving. You got the states giving these bitches state appointed attorneys so they can so they can coach them through this process. Then you All got right. the judge then you got the judges who are trying who are there to collect as much money as possible. Then you got these bitches coaching these young girls on how to do this. Now with all, all right. of those apparatuses against the black man, is is the is the response appropriate to just say so simple as to, well, nigga, you should have just wrapped it up. Or no, I have I have other responses up. too. I have other responses too. My other response is um vote Republican, vote for Trump, vote for anybody that wants to destroy this system, even if, if it means harming black people. Because but, it gets well, to a I'm point, is, I believe I, I that there's certain response, things. Oh stop, 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 my god. Know, yeah, because I, I, I believe I hold got, on, I know, I'm gonna say no, why no, I say no, that. No, no, but, no, no, I I I know I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. I know I I know those responses are appropriate, but I asked you a question. Is the non-apathetic, well, nigga, you should have just wrapped it up or got your pullout game on. Nigga, do half you think that, that, do you Yes, think yes, that it is. is and I'm going to tell you why. Because half of us, the 53% uh, of black men don't got kids. So understand something. When it comes to what to do about it, I have a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not saying you just got to deal with your situation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you want to deal with it, let's deal with it because there's a lot of alignment there. You know, I, like there's a lot of alignment is saying I'm going to scorch earth everything until you solve this problem. So quite frankly, this is why I think all black men who feel this way should do because there's a lot of black men. I think you all should get behind Donald Trump. And you all should tell Donald Trump within a Republican platform, you all believe in government cuts. These are everything you need to cut. Well, what about the children? You know what? I got my kid. So whatever happens, happens. But this shit cannot stand because what you do is you put people in a situation where they either have to balance it out 
or they have to fix or they or they deal with dudes basically dropping off. Like me personally, technically, I'm this is gonna sound like a contradiction. I don't care. I'm technically <laughs> from a philosophical standpoint. Hold on, I'm a, from a philosophical standpoint, I'm pro-choice. You know, I'm not gonna hold it against a woman that had an abortion because I just see that as her not wanting to have a kid with that man. I'm not gonna, you know, I don't say I don't want to date a single mother, then I sit there and I say women that had an abortion, I'm gonna hold that against them. But what I will say is this when you look at all the abortions that we have had in the black community, like almost 15 million, can you honestly tell me that we the population that we sacrifice is okay, worth yeah, the yeah, community? Yeah, hold on, hold on, is worth the community you're saying a we lot, have? You're saying a whole bunch. Hold, well, no. let me say I'm almost finished. Oh, like so functionally, I'm for rolling back Roe v. Wade because I'm like I'm not gonna sacrifice the population if we're just gonna come uh, to single motherhood shit anyway because the family okay. planning shit was bullshit. So let's okay. go ahead and roll that shit back. Okay, uh. okay. With with all of that said, sir, would you agree with me that there are some grassroots um, stratagems that can be implemented within our own community? legislation aside that will how you say put pressure on weak points hold on i i i don't know i don't know can you enlighten me on what those strategies are i, I don't know what that strategy well i'm just saying because at the end of the day women i don't second. women I'm, I'm are doing, doing what's in in their best mr. interest mr anderson he he's come back he, oh, okay. he gets, yeah he's working no, no, so no 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 go, he's go come ahead, back because I'm, I'm working on something yeah. go, go ahead Okay, well, all I'm saying, okay, I know I've talked a lot. I mean, I'll say this. If you don't like something, it, it does come back to having a brute force mentality on how to deal with it. Because so, because what happens with black people is they'll be like, well, what about the children? So I'm going to suffer for you to get away with what you've been getting away with. No, nah, fuck. It gets to a point where you got to say, fuck that and fuck them kids. Because if you care about them kids, you're going to fix what the fuck I'm talking about, too. And you you got a lot of black men, to black gurus point, that are at that point. And now they don't want to hear shit. They don't want to hear shit that a woman got to say about kids, about what about the baby, what about black love, what about this. They like, fuck all that. Because if you're not balancing it, then real talk, you don't care about it. So why should I? Anyway, I'll pass Yeah, I mean, and if the system is producing a bunch of progressively weaker and weaker black men, then what, what is the value of those people to begin with, from just an overall evolutionary standpoint, and and again, I have children. Of course, I'm I'm not against people having children and raising children and whatever, but I I did a lot of made a lot of sacrifices, saved a, you know, did a lot of money. I have you know over millions of dollars in insurance, all these things to try to secure the future of my children and, and I guess even to some degree their children. And so when we talk about what about the children? I'm like, well, you know, I did. I scraped through a lot of what shit to take care, of, take care of mine. What What are you gonna do about yours? What about you know, the and, baby? and it's not on me to to not after having gone through all that to to have to now have to scrape together and do the same thing for yours. And I didn't enjoy the pussy. You know, I didn't enjoy the, the blowjobs or whatever. You know, so I mean, you know, why why is that on me? You know, now, and I'm not talking. Um, I need to rotate some of y'all down. I got uh, two people in the back. Does anybody want to volunteer? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gone. Much respect, much respect, and thank you for having me. I'll volunteer too. 
Yeah. Thank you, Edward. If you stay around, we'll bring you back up. I just want to get these people in. What's up, Meech? What's up, uh, BMT? Yeah, where did concrete go? What's going she, on? What's she going here on? in the audience. She's still here, oh. chilling. She ain't gone. She ain't leave me. <laughs> Did she leave because of me? <laughs> nah, y'all <laughs> gonna say she ran. <laughs> nah, y'all do. So, <laughs> what's all this talk about, baby? This baby, that, and all this other shit. Like, let's, man, let's it is flush show, flush the condom, twenty twenty. Man, the, the, uh, it's burn on, the condom. We still on that shit. Like, listen, man. <laughs> As much as I hear a lot of these dudes and a lot of these women talk about condom shit, but I definitely don't see no builders. I don't see no innovators and all this shit. So let's be for real. Like, let's be for real. I mean, y'all got kids and people here now. Why aren't y'all putting in the work now? Because I be at the school and I don't ever see no black men at that school when it comes time to be at PTA meetings or any type uh -oh. of resource building. I don't ever see. I don't ever, and I go to. Are food. you trying to turn this channel into a gynocentric space? Being man, fuck that damn talk, man. Listen, outside, <laughs> outside of YouTube, ain't nobody talking like that shit. I go to God. I ask people at damn Bilo, IGA, Walmart. What? What's a gyno? Gyno what? Gynecologist? Gyno what? Okay, like nobody. So. Let let let's be for real. Who is that talking? If you ain't can y'all hear me? Oh, if we, if we, we, so let's be for real. What what you got right now is either you're gonna have producers or bitchers and on both sides. It's 2020. The most time black kids are ever gonna get claimed is during tax season. Or most of these people talking about they want subservient this, they want the man to do that. But then I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing now? Because let's be for real. I mean, I don't see y'all motherfucking like that doing all this shit. It's only it's like it's only in YouTube spaces do you hear these kind of talking points. I don't ever see no damn rally of black men walking down the street saying we want justice. Now I do see some white men in the courthouse complaining about child support, but I don't see the black men doing this shit. It's either it's gonna stop here on YouTube or you actually gonna be out there and do it. But that was funny that when I was asking for support to keep a black, a all black boy school open, black men said, fuck them kids. But then y'all want us to support y'all when it comes to child support. So which one is it? And I mean, I'm not I, I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't know who you're referring to. No, it's not true. Yeah, it's not true. But you get what I'm saying? You, you come from a generation where either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Agreed? It's either you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is why this is why I, I understand why some people don't like to fuck with me. Because I, I, I don't fuck with I don't fuck with talkers. It's either I, but I don't got time for bitches anymore. It's either you want to put in some fucking work or you just want to get up and bitch like the women now. Or you just want to just be her like the fucking women do. And that's and that's where we at right now. Like I I we're not trying to nobody's trying to be saved anymore. I'm trying to understand why immigrants are coming by and making a come up off of a lot of black people now. Because either you're gonna do the work or not. So which one is it? I mean, let, let's okay, let's so be let, for real. Go ahead. So uh, I, I I got I got on here so I could uh go back to what you guys were talking about. First. Right. Okay, right. so there's a we can't we can't be up here and thinking that just because we don't personally see it as much as we want to that it's not happening. This is a big goddamn country, 340 mm -hmm. million citizens in this country. Mm -hmm. If black people are over 40 million of it, and there are a lot of black men doing shit, it's just not out there all the time because black men aren't bragging about when they do it, right? So right. a lot of times you, what you're gonna hear is you're gonna hear when something is wrong and not necessarily hear when something's right. But do not get it twisted. I do agree that there are a lot of black men not doing what the fuck they need to do. Here's the difference though. 
here's the thing. It doesn't, a woman having a child for the sake of child support or welfare doesn't stop just because that man is willing to take care of that kid. There's a lot of guys willing to take care of their kids that can't get them from that woman. The courts won't let them get it from that woman. You get what I mean? And this is going. This is why I said going back to what you guys were talking about. It's a matter of this: either the women are willing to give over those those boys to the men who are willing to. The men who aren't willing to do it, we're not talking about them. That's not the that's not the topic. We're talking about the men who are willing to do what they need to do for their children. The women mm-hmm. need to be able to. The women need to be willing to give those boys over, and that okay. needs to be communicated to those women by other women because they already know the men want them boys. So that needs to be communicated to women by other women. And that's why I was getting on talking uh, uh, to, to tell Sister George that the other lady got off before I could get on here. That's that's it's never trying to get everybody to do everything. You're not going to get you don't you can't even get all black people to claim they're black. So we're not going to ever get all anybody to do and not all white people claim they're white. So we're not going to we're not going to get all, all Meech, let me, to do anything. Let me ask you a question, Meech. What's that? What if we had. Can I jump what in we and, had, and finish and finish my um well, statement I about, about to ask I was about to ask Meech a question, bro. Okay. Me. All right, thank you. Like what I was do you saying think is um does he hear ahead. us? What are you saying? Wait a minute. This dude don't keep me from you hear anybody? I'm listening. What what if we what'd you say, uh BMC? what if what was that? What wait, 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 wait. Benjamin, what if we had can y'all hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. I don't know. I can hear you, Sister George. I don't know if Benjamin can hear us. I don't know. Okay, I, think, I, think I don't think Benjamin can hear. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I just want to ask me a question related what, what to Ooh, what he was talking. saying. Oh, uh, hold on. Meech, what if we had? What if we had a culture or a movement or whatever amongst black men that said that? If you have a son, you must take that son. That my relationship with you, my continued kinship and fellowship with you will be predicated upon whether or not you raise your son. You know what do what? you That's think exactly would happen? That's exactly what we need. And I've said that to some of my buddies when I was talking to them before. That's what we need. And, and that I will help you. you I will help you, brother, I... to be able to raise that son. We will commune together in order that we so we will be able to collectively raise our sons, train our sons, educate our sons, prepare our sons but to be men. What, what if we said, what if we did that collectively? The second part of what you said is is the most important here. If you do not do what you're supposed to be doing, I don't fuck with you anymore. Exactly. Because, and and not only that, but I'm not going to be raising another man's child either. That's true. Right. Because there's too many right. people that are saying hell Somebody will take care of it, and if they understand, mm-hmm. they're gonna fart. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna, they're, so they can walk away. See, a lot of the, a lot of the dudes that are walking away, they're not walking away just because of walking away. They're walking away because they feel like somebody else will handle it. Let me ask you a question, Meech. What should happen in a better world to a man that has 10, 12 children by six or seven different women? What should happen to that man? If he can take care of him, it's good to go. If he can't take care of him, he needs to be ostracized completely. Okay. I think that man should be dead. 
Okay, that's I, dream, well. You know what? If you, I, you I think if you had, I think if you produce, I think if you produce that many children, you create all these different scenarios and all that's these crazy. different places of of, of trauma, and and create such havoc because you got particularly if they're boys that are being raised without fathers, and we know that upwards of eighty percent of the of the black boys that are in our prison systems grew up without fathers. So yeah, all this, go. all the drama and havoc that ensue from this reckless reproductive yeah, yeah, I behavior, I, I think in a better world, some sort of harsh treatment would be em, employed upon those particular men. Well, it's funny you want to do you, that with the boys. Would, it's and funny then you would prevent, which yeah. would prevent, <laughs> yeah. which would prevent, which would prevent those here's men from yeah, engaging. Yeah, but it, okay, 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 okay. Oh, wait, time out. Give me ten seconds. Give me ten seconds. If you ostracize those men, especially black men in this country. Without the black community, they have nowhere to go. That is like killing them. And that'll, that'll deter them from getting the six, 12 children by six women in the first place. You don't have to cause them physical harm. You just have to cut them off from any resources, especially when they're not producers. Wait, 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 well, wait, you, can't, you can't really cut them off from resources. The only resource they really need and the only resource they're mostly looking for is pussy. And unless the women, right. as long as the women are going to no, they, they get, still need to eat. They still need yeah, somewhere to yeah, sleep. They but still you can't, need you something. Can't stop them from, you can't stop them well, from getting the job. You can I'm cut saying, them look, fucking women off. Well, the women won't get out the damn, won't get out the hair salon for you. Think they are gonna stop taking some good dick for you, nigga? Like they, it, it ain't happening. You know what? A lot of a lot of these women are getting support from dudes who ain't having all these babies. A lot of these well, women are still getting support from them dudes. So y'all, okay, I got a, I got a question. Do you think it is possible for a woman to raise a child, a young man, to eighteen without the help of a man, and he becomes a productive citizen in America? Not successfully. It's it's possible being productive, but, being, but, productive being manly is the, is not the same as being no. I ain't seen nobody being manly. Well, I mean, it, it, whether something is possible is different from whether or not you would want I that just, to be the primary uh, way in which you raise and and create productive people. I mean, there 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 have been all there are all kinds of possibilities with humanity, but you don't necessarily want to use that as the primary means. Or which has become the case with black people. That's the problem. We we assume it's that become, the good it, black it, mother it's, it's will become, raise the boy into become, manhood, and become, that just does not occur. It has become a norm. It has become it's become the the case with all people. It doesn't just exist here. Thank you, BJ. It's structural, okay? Thank you, BJ. It's structural. But I wanted to say something about BMT. You want you know why we talk on, on, on YouTube and have to talk this out? Go ahead. Because the problem with black people is not what's on the ground, not what they can do with their hands. Okay? Mm -hmm. Not what they can create. It's what was it's what between their goddamn ears, okay? They're culturally and psychologically fucked up. Mm -hmm. And they were created that way to be psychologically and culturally fucked up. And until you address that shit, nothing, I do mean nothing, will happen in the black community, okay? Okay. You can put them in PTA meetings mm -hmm. and all that shit, but then unless you address this stuff, you're gonna fall back to where you were. Okay, now okay, I'm glad you said that. BGS. Now I watch how people were fucking with you, and I was like, damn, why y'all got so much animosity against the man? He don't even be fucking against y'all like that. Like, and I then I, and then after that I said, okay, so let's see how this goes. So then I watch other people try to people that understand people should see, and I get what you're saying. Because I understand that it's literally a masochistic type of thing to want to fuck or want to help with black people. Because to do that, you literally understand you're going to have to go get burned. 
you gonna you gonna take some scrapes and bruises. Mm -hmm. They're gonna they're gonna try to fuck with you. Yeah. They're gonna try to destroy you. They're gonna try to discredit you. And you see, this is why the brothers that try to do something towards or try to help black people, mm -hmm. they'll do some bitch shit and try to throw you under the bus. I like so I I I get what you're talking about, BG. Mm -hmm. But they tried that with me, and they tried that with different other black men. Where well, when we tried, you know, so I get what you're saying. He was just throwing black men under the bus. Being oh, I do that all. I do that all the time, man. I no, don't give a fuck. But 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 this is what I'm saying, bro. You you talk about where the men when it comes times for a PTA meet. Most men are at work. They either have a business what? or they got a job. Man, man, man niggas stop. Stop, niggas. No, 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 there, is, there is no stop. If that is the reality of the situation, you statement that you made about men not being there as if they don't have a business to run or have a job to report to was absolutely ridiculous. If you know anything about the black community, you know men are at work. And when it comes down to a family dynamic, a man is supposed to be at work and his woman should be able to go represent him at a school. That's part of being a family. Okay. You let me know. No, I, I, let me let me let me know. Not that I it's not that I disagree with you, Roger, uh, but here's the problem. If the men are not actually in the home with the children, they don't even know when the hell the PTA meetings are. I mean, so all these issues with your children, look, if you're not there with them, exactly. you know, if you're not reading their you know, arithmetic or reviewing their, their arithmetic homework, if you're not uh, conversing with, with their mothers, and the teachers together to kind of clarify what the issues are with the children. Exactly. If you don't really have those relationships at a functional okay, level, but, yeah, you then try. you're not going to be able to do, you're not going to know when the meetings are, you're not, not going to know what the issues I, I are, understand. you're, you're not going to know you don't understand. Hold on. Hold on. You, 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 understand. Guys can't, you guys can't talk over each other. You guys can't right. talk you know, over each other. I mean, what you're describing, BMT, is is a function of the breakdown of the black family. I know, I know, but hold on, let me say this. Sister George, are you here? Sister George, you there? Yes, I am. I got a question. You now, can you call your um? Can you call that teacher at any time and set up a schedule and set up a meeting at on the phone? Yes. Do you have to go to the school um, physically? Um, it, I have a good rapport with my son's teacher, so not really. Like, um, if there's something that, I, of course, I go to the PTA meetings, but if there's something that needs to absolutely be handled, um, she and I have a really, really good rapport, so. If he showed that, I know women. I know women. Can you please let him finish, bro? Yeah, please. Listen, I'm saying this. I have talked to men who literally work 12 hour shifts. And one brother's like, yo, I don't know what's going on with my kid. I said, hey, man, do you got the school's phone number? Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, before you go to sleep, call the school, talk to the teacher. They're going to directly direct you to teacher. And let you talk to her. He called the teacher, found all kind of shit going on with this kid. Literally said, Saturday, your ass is mine. Now, this man works 12 hour shifts, works five days. Nowadays, if you really want to set up something to get to know what your kid is doing or know what's going okay, on, it's BMT. only but a it's only but a phone call nowadays. BMT, if you do not have a good relationship with the mother, and, and I've seen this happen numerous that times. That is true. 
Okay. You know, if you do not have a good relationship with the mother, she will tell that school to not provide any information about this child, you know, whatever. You have to be approved to be able to get that, that kind of information. That, that happened with my son. Because, okay, now, uh, I, because his mother, his mother, I, it did. And again, it, it, that's it, a it, function of the breakdown of the family. That is true. I, I would, would, not, agree. Agree. I would my, not agree with that. that uh, my entire point. My entire point was the fact that the woman shouldn't even be in position where she's having kids without the man in a family dynamic. That shouldn't even be taking place. And we and and when you try to say we're gonna we're gonna do something from the back end instead of from the front end, yeah. it's gonna be hard to get things back yeah, in place. It, 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 we that's, can't, true. that's true, Roger. But the thing is, as Janet Yellen said, that's not your call. That's not your call. Okay. You're, the wider society, the broader society made their call for you. That's not your call. So we yeah. just no. deal with we have, we have to deal with the the, the fallout from that. Okay. No, no, I just, get I do get that. We, 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 you still eat from the white man's table. It doesn't matter how you how you cut it. That's not no, no, that, that's not our that. call. I understand that point, but my thing is when you when you as a person elect to to uh, participate in dysfunction. You're supposed to have problems, and we need to start talking like people are supposed to have these problems. You're Roger, supposed to be a Roger, failure if you're going to participate. Roger, most people, most black people were born in fucking dysfunction. We did not elect to be in it, okay? We are born in it. When you're born in it, nobody, I don't know anybody that before their soul incarnates into that body, raise their hands and say, you know what, I, I, I don't elect to be born into this fucking dysfunction. You're born in it, you're raised in it, you're indoctrinated in, and you. A lot of people are, are on automatic. They follow what they see, okay? Which is why YouTube and things like this is important, so people can actually have a different point of view. Mm. You feel me? You know, Roger. Very, very Roger, true. I was from a broken home, but um, but because I'm a little older, I saw you know my uncle, aunts yeah. were, were still married. You know, still functioning, working things out. I'm sure they had lots of lots of problems, but they stayed together. They struggled together. They built together. So even though my own mother and father were dysfunctional, I saw enough of functioning relationships amongst people that were close to me to inspire me to at least try to be like my uncles were. Like, yeah. like you know, and, and what has been lost is that. You know, it's one thing to have your own family breakdown. It's a whole other thing when everything around you has broken down and, and you have nothing at all to really inspire you to, to even think that you can actually make it through in, in a productive relationship. And I'm sure BGS can attest to the same difference between what he saw younger and now. I came up in a two-parent household, okay? With 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 mom, moms and pops have five kids. Okay, just because there's a mother and father does not mean that your family's not dysfunctional. Okay, just because the father's in the house doesn't mean that your family's going to be functional. Because right. if you have two dysfunctional people from dysfunctional homes and they get together to get married, guess what? The they're going to uh, feed to their children. Dysfunction. Dysfunction. And basically, mm -hmm. that has been the story of the black community from inception. Okay. The thing is, just because you have a, a, a mother and father in a household does not mean that it's going to be a functional relationship. OK, we carry all this bullshit that we have been taught and we innately believe in and carry forward and fed it to our kids. OK. And when it when when it was tried, when the when the elites tried to correct it or tried to change the environment so it could be corrected, you know, shit happened because uh, the elites don't always agree. So let me uh, let me. Uh... 
let me hit at that. Um, but I agree with you on that one, B. Just like you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, BMT. Because you, I know, no, I know. No, listen, listen, you know, I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying what you're saying. I get what you're saying, man. We have these talks. Yeah. And like I said, that's why I say, yo, you can't just say, well, if the man's at home, all things gonna be hunky dory. No, no, it's not. It's not true. Not true. It's not. I mean, I don't talk about. I don't talk about my dysfunction and what what I have, how I had to go about correcting it. Okay. I'll I'll give you one thing, right? Right. Okay. From my parents, you know, because uh, they came up as sharecroppers, they don't hug. Okay. Yeah. They didn't hug their children, so we were never hugged. Okay. So how do I how do I correct that with my children? I made sure that my kids always got hugged. They always got hugs and kisses when I greeted them and when I said goodbye. And guess what? My kid, my my kids, my my kids did for my parents. My parents who had never hugged their children learned to hug. Learn to kiss, yeah. learn to greet. You know, I had a similar experience in that my mother, nor my father, wasn't around very much, but my mother didn't hug me very much. But the woman I married, her family were very affectionate, mm -hmm. celebrated every birthday, every anniversary, lots of hugs and kisses, and I love you. And it passed on, that passed on to my children, who then kind of compelled me to be more connected emotionally and mm. then like as you described it it actually kind of filtered down to my mother eventually mm. because my children would be loading so much love and affection yeah. on the herd that it kind of broke her down yeah so i, I know exactly what you're doing yeah. I, I think that's the thing about but the point i was trying to make the point i was trying to make though as an individual we grow up we're gonna see we're gonna see some things that are functional we're gonna see some things that are dysfunctional Mm -hmm. When you become an adult, you're going to choose to be dysfunctional or you're going to choose to be functional. You're going to make your choice for whatever your reason is, but you're choosing it. And my thing is that's a per that's a personal thing that you brought into your own life because you wanted to. What is the serenity prayer, Roger? <laughs> learn, the serenity, learn the things that you can change. Learn the things that you cannot change, and learn to know the difference. There's some things with with your upbringing that you simply cannot change. You basically try to cover it up. It is what it is. Everybody has it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. want to, and, and their degree. Wait before you go. Oh, go I want to George, because she just got here. Hey, Topaz. Hey, Sister George. Hey, Concrete Rose, Black Uru, BMT, BGS, The hey, Roger Report. Bad. How are you guys doing? What's up? Hey, well, I didn't want to come up to be very long. I just wanted to come up while y'all were on the subject because I do also work in the school system. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, by now, I'm sure people know what my career background is, right? I'm a therapist. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just wanted to speak to what BMT was saying. When I'm in the school setting, he mm. is correct when when he says that I don't see a lot of black men there. I don't see the fathers showing up to the PTA meetings. I also don't see a whole lot of black male teachers because I've been in a predicament of recommending um, you know, teachers like they had an opening or whatever, and I, I would talk to the black males that I knew that had the credentials, but they also didn't want to do a teaching job. And the reason I wanted to come up and talk about this is because I don't think it's necessarily just black men don't want to be involved with kids. We also are overlooking the fact that black men are told that raising kids is woman's work. There, I've mm. seen men who want to raise their kids and they're made fun of. They're told, no, you need a job. Let the woman do that, you know, and it, and it's this inherent belief that women are better with kids yeah, than men true. could ever be. That's we true. don't teach me like we don't teach men how to nurture uh, kids. We don't teach men how to hug and, and, and kiss their kids overall, like most 
You know, my dad just happened to be affectionate because he had a family full of women. But and, and my mother was the one that wasn't affectionate, you know, mm. because she had um, she was the only child. So her dad didn't show her affection. And, you know, I and my dad got affection from his mom and his grandmother and his sisters, you know, things like that. So I, I did have a two parent household, but my dad was the one that was affectionate to me. But he did. He was never at my school stuff because he was, in fact, working. He was told you need a job. A man brings in the money. And once you bring in the money, you could do whatever else it was that you wanted. No one ever told him that his free time was supposed to be at my school function. So he didn't even know what I was missing out on. And to be honest with you, I, you know, grew up thinking that that was normal. I didn't know that it hurt me for him not to be there or whatever until I became an adult. And I wanted to be at my kids' functions and my kids would ask, how come is their dad coming or, or, or things like that? So what I'm saying is that is a function of what we've been taught, what we've accepted and what we are told to men that is normal. It's not just because they don't want to do it. And I didn't want, like, I, I try to be fair. I didn't want people up here beating up on black men because I know plenty of black men that want to be the custodial parent, that want to be with the kids more. Men that go to work and they literally are there saying, I miss my kids. I wish I was at their recital today. You know what it's like to be at a company where it's, a man is looked down on if he wants to take um, a day off for a sick day to be with oh, his yeah. kid who That's has, enough. like, the flu yes. or whatever. Yes. You know, the mom is told to do it, especially if she doesn't work. So, you know, it's just we were set up with all of these things because we were told that that's the the, uh, the gender role. And so yeah. I personally feel like going forward, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with us as, as, as of today, as of 2020, starting to um, to try something different. Just try it and see. I think the kids would love it if their father was there, because if women are in the workforce now, they could take turns. There are other countries that are very progressive and the dad gets um, paternity leave when the kid is born or if they adopt the kid. Other countries are trying it and it's working out well. Those families are staying together because the man feels more obligation to the kids. If a man wants to leave, he, you know, he's told, oh, well, the kids will be fine. They'll be with their mom. So I think we need to look at what the men have been being taught all of these generations, what they saw their fathers doing, what they're being, you know, told is is manhood. So does that make sense, guys? I think there are is some class elements there because, like, you know, my daughters uh, attended private schools and, you know, you would see other brothers there, you know, because my, my daughters participated in cheerleading, uh, soccer, softball, uh, recitals, theater, whatever. And I attended many of those. I, my, my work, whatever, allowed me the freedom to be able to do that. And, and certain men who maybe had certain career types were able to do those kinds of things because they weren't as locked down into a particular work schedule, the professionals. Right. And look, look what they got to do in order so to, there's a, to do it, there's a class, They got to reach some that. Class, there, there may be some class elements to what, what goes on as well. And I'm I'm not using right. class. I'm not trying to be pejorative. No, I know what you mean. I'm just saying that. I know that what you mean, but that's a man that liberal. had to work to get to that high in his career to be able to do it like a luxury. It's not sure. seen as something that he should, sure. you know, be allowed to do. Yeah, so my, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, my point was that only that. Well, my point was only that when you present these arguments, you got to pre present them in a way where it's not just about throwing somebody on, under the bus. Saying that mm -hmm. black men wasn't there as if it's their fault and everything's hunky dory 
I understand when you say something like that, you're implying that men didn't want to be there. There are men at work and there are men who are fighting custody battles. I, I don't have kids and I know about the list you have to get on in order to go to the school oh, yeah, to do yeah. anything with the kids. Yeah. There's a lot of problems from men from being at the school. It's not like oh, they just don't want to be there. But, to my, but my no. point was the way he said it, he said it as if the yeah. men just didn't want to be there. So let me get let me get at this. So first of all, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Um, a lot of the schools, if you just put your name on a list, you can literally volunteer to actually go by there. When I, I listen, ain't listen, as much as black men are now going before Trump saying we need jobs, that can't mean all you Negroes are working. That I mean somebody gotta be sitting there. Every time I drive by them damn stores, I sure do see them barbershop car watches with black men. Just shooting the shit. Well, let me let me say this too. Um, with me working in a skill, I I do know what the laws used to be, but I'm saying now that there are more allowances made for men to be in their kids' lives at the school, yep. and here's why: because you can legally take the birth certificate. Because if she enrolled the kid and your name is on the birth certificate, whether y'all are married or not, if you sign the birth certificate and your name is on there, you could take that plus the child support decree or whatever, or either just basically prove that there's no restraining order. There's nothing stopping you or barring you from being in this child's life. Absent of that, they legally cannot keep anything from you because you are the parent and you are um, the kid is under 18. Now, the thing is, people want to get into it about uh, full custody and all of that. If, if you go into your um, attorney general's office, because child support and visitation are separate. So whether you're paying child support or not, you can still get them to write out an affidavit saying that you are allowed to know information about your child's education. You get to be part of that decision. It's the problem is a lot of men either can't because they don't have time or either they feel like it's going to be so much money to do it. But there's father's rights groups that help you with that kind of thing for pro bono. There's legal clinics in, in most metropolitan cities that help you with that. You just got to make the appointment. So there are going to be times where you do have to take time off of work, but it's for the greater good. And the thing is, stick it to her ass, because if she has a kid and she doesn't want the father of that child involved as a kid of divorce, I can tell you the kid is going to miss him. The kid is going to want to be around their father. So make her ass do it. That like sometimes you just got to like I, I personally don't have any friends that would sit there and feel comfortable talking to me about keeping their kid out of their away from the dad just for shits and giggles. I would not even associate with a woman like that. Because at the end what? of the day, the children didn't ask to be here and they are not in control of their lives until they are 18 years old. So but there's there's a lot of men that don't even know about those different things. And so, and I and I know men I with but I'm just saying quickly, I know a lot of men who who tried to go down these certain roads and they didn't know anything about this type of stuff. And I've had to tell men what they can and can't do because they want to have access to their child. They want to see what's going on in school. Right. I just happen to be related to a people, a bunch of people that work in the school system. So I've had to be like, right. okay, play, this is what you got to do. A lot of guys don't even know this information because it ain't like the women that do know what I'm really sharing that information. Well, I am because in my One job, my I see friends. men that come into my office because they're sad or either I work with families and the kid is acting up at school and then that's one of the things that comes out. So I do make it a personal point to educate the fathers on what they need what they need in order to be able to be a part of their kids' life, how important it is. And I also educate the moms. I've worked with uh, families. I've worked in, uh, I've, you know, had to consult for court cases in, in terms of custody and, no, and you know, adoption and stuff like that. So I am one Chopez, one of my best friends had a, 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 an attorney on retainer 
throughout his child's entire childhood, right up to the age he turned 18. And why did he right. do that? Because he could not he could not get information about his child's uh, right. schooling because he would go to the school and the mother had said that, well, you know, don't allow the father to get this information. So he hired, so the attorney goes and communicates with the school and they get that worked out. Dude was paying for healthcare for a child and couldn't even get access to his medical records. This is what she was doing, you know? And again, he had to pay, he had to pay a trained professional to work that out, you know? So I I, want to just say something. all this stuff has been going for the last 40 years. At what point do you think men will say, um, after struggling and fighting for this and fighting these battles, say, you know what, fuck it, we're out? Yeah, yeah. But that's the yeah. thing, though, is because if they do say that, that makes it worse. Well, because uh, that means all the fighting that you did at first now is in vain, it, it, and you're going to have to fight doubly hard the, the, anytime you want anything else. Or you let it fall. Of the situation that I described to you earlier about the guy, mm-hmm. eventually... Her her stratagem worked. She essentially estranged the uh, boy from his father. This was a father who had spent time in I- Iraq and Afghanistan in some some bad situations, uh, and he, he 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 couldn't talk. He couldn't call his son. His son wouldn't return letters from them from him. She she worked. What she did worked. Well, she 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 married another guy and put his name on on the records uh relating to his son and this is a guy who not only paid child support you know totally but he bought extra things from the, the boy had club fee he paid thousands of dollars for shoes and everything to fix his feet and in the end after all his efforts all were for not eventually the boy became a man uh but something happened to him that i won't describe and all was lost but there had to be some type of lie that she put on there for him to be required to pay all of that but then also shun from his child what you don't understand and it's what what bgs described is structural it's basically set up to for the man to even either make herculean efforts to preserve or to try to preserve his dignity see here's the other thing too topaz it's not just even the effort to to be a father, to to maintain some sense of rights in the situation, but it's his dignity as a man that's being broken down over time, over many situations, over many humiliations, over strangers telling you what you can and cannot do that. with a boy who looks exactly like you. At the you end know, of the that day, shit wears down on, on a man over do, time. Do, 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 do. I know. I and eventually to, like, to avoid not... killing some people, eventually to you... avoid killing some people, the guy steps away. What would you... Uh, what I understand why. I understand why he stepped away. I understand why that man specifically stepped away. What I'm talking about is going forward, that using that story as motivation to not let that happen to one more black man mm-hmm. in America. Let me... That's like I can't change I mean, his specific uh, case because I wasn't there. 
But what I'm saying is I put in the effort now yeah. to try to educate men and try to make sure that that doesn't happen going forward. And if we now make the decision going forward to stick together so that that is not allowed to happen, because what about all the people that were around him and her, all of her family members that helped and co-signed yeah. that or either at the very late at the very least yeah. just turned a blind eye to it. Nobody told her that she was wrong. Nobody put a yeah. fire under her ass to do what was right. It, it, and that is ridiculous. It, 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 and that's why I tell women not to co-sign things it, like that. So it, it, I get it too fast at the end of the day uh all societies will water and, and nurture what they really want right hmm. that's what right. they'll do do does america especially in particular the the black community do they really want fathers because they're not nurturing fathers not training there's no there's no program or facility to train or nurture fatherhood or nurture facility to, uh, to facilitate the nurturing between fathers, even whether they're strange or not, between the, them and their children. There's nothing. Men have to literally fight to do it. Why didn't men have to fight to do something that people want? So let, I'm curious. We're only, so hold we're on. only so pliable, right? So it can't always be that if something's going wrong, then the black man needs to adjust himself. We can only do so much. I didn't say so that. Many out, I, I'm not saying you said that. No, I'm we're not talking about, about you in particular. I'm, ta I'm talking about, uh, right, I'm talking about in general, right? That okay. The, the man is, is, is in generally expected to adjust to everything. Okay, so I need to get, not only have a job, but seek a better job. I not only need to be able to uh, have a job and seek a better job, but I need to be able to build something on my own. And I need to be able to uh, become a leader. And I need to be able to do all this for the child. While in most cases, the women isn't doing anything or not doing very much anything to facilitate a relationship between that child and the father if that father isn't in the home. I'm not saying that's always the case, but it's far too many times where the man has to bend over backwards. Like when a woman gets a divorce and they get back at her husband, she leaves the state with her children so or, she, or she or she lies just so she can get a, 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 a damn uh, a, a, what is it called? A. Restraining, restraining order. Restraining order. Restraining order on them. So that, that, that was another Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's too much of expected of expectations amongst black men, right? We we have stayed for a long time. We have tried very hard, and I'm not saying that you're saying we're not, but we. We're, I'm speaking to the general masses. You're not. You're not the general masses, right? So that's why the conversation came up about black women releasing their children their boys to the men who are willing to accept them to hell with the men and i'm a mom that did them. okay well, now, exactly well you know what more women need to start doing we, we applaud you and if they and if they don't but if they don't, okay, 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 okay so guys, let me say that let me say that i've been waiting this is the thing i i didn't say that to get like approval i because it hurts it hurts every single yeah. day it hurts so bad and it's not something that i was excited or happy to do but he was 10 years old and he needed it and the dad was willing so you know it, it is what it is you, you know if i could best? have chosen different then fine but that's just not the mm -hmm. cards i was dealt. so hold on so let me let me let me get at this so we're hearing that black men saying that they want their boys to be released to them but then when i made the re re statement on black men go to the pta meeting well we got work hold up negro you just said you want the kids to release you. That means you got to make sacrifices. Right. I don't want. No, no. Right. That, that, that's called being a parent. That's called being a parent. Because just, 
But BMC, what I'm telling you is I've seen and I've talked to men who have been in that predicament and they literally are broken because they have to work in order to have a stable place to live in a car so that they can prove that they can take care of their kids. And that's just to even give visitation, let alone full or primary. This is what you let her finish. Well, I was saying this, the society is set up to where men have to work because you like men can't go out and get handouts. So they have to have these jobs in order to say that they're stable. They have to probably have two jobs if they don't have like a, uh, an extremely high career field, you know. So right. they, you know, it's sacrifice up to a point. You can't make enough sacrifice to where now you don't fit the criteria to raise the kids. You all are missing something. If and when enough men assume primary or sole custody of their sons, the system itself would have to change to accommodate their situations. So we, too often we look at, too, too often we look at things, let me finish. Too often we okay. look at things as being this static thing that can only go one particular way. And the truth is, if you suddenly have millions of black boys being raised by their fathers, those schools are going to have to accommodate those men. They're going to have to accommodate those fathers and whatever it works, whatever works best collectively in order for them men to be effective guardians of, of, of black male students, then the schools are going to have to make that work. That means maybe there's weekend, uh, you know, yep. uh, uh, meetings or, 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 it's, or, it's called, know, or, or it's called FaceTime. Yeah. Right. Which they you know, or use, whatever. Which, or whatever which is something that I had to suggest to my uh, uh, my, my grandson's school. Okay. You have this technology. You, everybody has a smartphone. You punch a button. You can look at a person's face and talk to them. It's called FaceTime. You don't have to be there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I did FaceTime and, and, and a school can actually facilitate that, but there's a lot of reasons schools don't because sometimes the schools don't want you in a, in a, into all their all their, their business. Okay, there's a lot of times they don't. But but again, if you had enough men who had control over their children, they would have yeah. to be able to be. Yeah. If, they would if, have to make oh, if, if. But the thing is, like I said, that's not your call. Oh, let me let me say this: when I was overseas, right. I couldn't be there to watch my son walk, do different stuff like go to the zoo, class mm -hmm. and stuff. I luckily had a brother, like an older brother or somebody that went by and used to, hey man, I'm gonna take your son to these places and I'll record it. I know you can't be there, but I'll do it in your stay. And I get it, a lot of brothers don't have that support system. I get it that a lot of men, we don't, especially as black men, we don't have that type of safety net where if a brother were to fall backwards, some people are saying, well, BMT, why are you bitching about the PTA me? No, I'm not just bitching about the PTA. I'm just bitching about us being there because everybody, it does not, we don't, as black men, we don't have a safety net like everybody else does. That's true. We don't have okay. the same kind of advances as other people get. Mm -hmm. So it's either A, we're going to have to find a way to start taking some straw and start building a little goddamn mattress for our kids to land on or we're going to have to just let them fall on the concrete. But see me, I'm, I, I get it. I get it that I'm going to be that stokism. I'm going to have to walk alone at some point, but until some other but, brothers get in the fight, then I guess I'll just do it. And y'all can, and I've been, I've been called the simp in all kinds of names because I go to school and I, y'all must don't know what it's like to be 
one or two or three black men walking into school and how much black kids light up when they see a black man walk around and say, is that your I've seen that. Is, and that, I is that your basketball? Hey man, tell me about your day. You know how, you know how quick these kids will respect you because you actually give a but, fuck about them? Okay, so BMT, what I want to say to you though is that for right now, we don't have a society that supports that. And what I mean by that is that if a man were to take off time to go to his kid's school or whatever, he's going to be losing out on something that could help him that uh, to get primary custody going forward. This is a system that has made these laws because of some outdated principle about the woman only is supposed to be with the kid. So right now, you don't have the support in the system that is not set up for black people. Other races are able to do that because of what they do themselves before it gets to the court. That's what we don't have. We have to go to the court system for every single thing because we can't ever bond together to do anything on our own without using the courts to do it. So if the black men in any one community were to stick together and support one another. So like, let's say, you know, a guy ends up um, having to take time off for his uh, for his kids, you know, graduation or what have you. The other men in the community would support him in doing so. Then he wouldn't be at risk of losing his job. He wouldn't be looked down upon because we can't we got to stop expecting the courts to support us in doing stuff. They're not set up for us in the first place. So when people bring that, bring those things up about, well, the court says, like, like y'all said earlier, women, there are some horrible women in the world who are able to use the court and lie. They are capable of doing that because it's not a system for us anyway. Right. We, y'all can, we can't forget that. It's not meant for us. We weren't even considered when they made all of these things. That's why we don't get the benefit of it. White men, they might have more money. They may have a higher position where they can come and go as they please. They could be there for their kids things. We aren't because we are the working class, essentially. And, not, you know, there are some exceptions, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about overall as a whole. So we, we stop using the court. We just got to do it. We got to do it. We got to take the sacrifice and we got to handle it ourselves in the community before it even gets to a court system. Now, I, and I get you. Yeah, and if you can, if you so, can, yeah. send your... Send your sons to send your sons to white schools. Now, okay, so that that so would be ideal. They get treated better there, and the men no, definitely get treated better. And then we'll start ad mixing. Okay, in other words, there you're going to speed up the process. But that's that's that's, that's yeah. catch twenty two with assimilation. Yeah, I've been I've been to some high schools. They're pretty fucked up. So I'm gonna let you know they ain't all gold on the other side, and they like you playing football, basketball, and wrestling. So long as you That's don't get true. in their way. Uh, so I've been That's over to true. the white school. They're going to use I, I you for entertainment like they do in the real I don't see very many black-run schools that are doing right by black boys. I don't see any black-run schools that's doing right by black boys. So I don't even want to... Look, yeah, at least at the white school, there's a better chance that they might at least get educated and that they might actually have some respect for the fathers. You know, at least you have that. We need to talk about uh, uh, our our black men being well rounded and not just being men who are going to be quote unquote productive. Because what you're going to have is a bunch of 27, 28, 29 year old virgins who still don't know how to interact with females. So we need to be talking about having well rounded men. Yeah, which is what you have. We need to be talking about having well rounded men. But all this talk, we're still digressing. It still goes back to this. We're talking about how can we get women to give their boys up. To the men who are I mean, willing okay. to accept them. So, 
You have. Four, I just okay, talked so, to you about. Go, go ahead, Topaz. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know BMT was getting ready to talk. I was no, just I, saying. I, 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 I would. I would like you. I would like you to address that, Topaz. Okay, so the thing that made me be able to do it you know, is the fact that I had to be able to look into the future and imagine what my kid would be like as an adult man. And what that means is he has friends that, um, you know, are going to have had their dad in their lives or either he has friends that don't, but either way, there's going to be something that he was, he's missing because he didn't have what I had as a kid. My first 10 years, my dad was in the house before the divorce. So I remember what that was like as a kid. And then also what I had to be able to imagine what it would be like for a man to have had his dad around him during all of his uh, formative years, like during his teenage years, all of the stuff that I can't answer, that I can only surmise. So I felt like at this point it would be um, worth it. It would be worth the risk. You know, maybe his dad will get the answer right. Maybe he won't. But I don't have a, another choice right now. And, you know, so I, I I just went for it. And I but that came with the ability to have some type of imagination and foresight, because y'all y'all do tell me a whole lot of time. Black men always tell me I have no idea what it's like to be a man. OK, but I'm trying to understand because not only just for my son, but my dad, my uncles, my male cousins, male friends, neighbors. I, I want to know what the experience is like so that I know how to be supportive. That's the thing. Y'all are saying y'all don't have, you know, good black women as wives because we don't know because we don't ever get to have that conversation. We could watch it, but we're still only seeing it from our point of view. We're looking at it with the thought process of a woman because that's what we live our lives every day. So for me, it was knowing that they're like that he's going to need something that I don't have and I cannot ever have and even okay. if like my, my male relatives were in his life it's still not the same so I, I, I just I gave him what I didn't have I think that that when, go, go with concrete uh, just really quick I think that when you know that you made a good decision in your mate you know that you chose a leader and somebody with a warrior spirit despite any mm. compatibility issues that you have even if your relationship doesn't work out, you know that the best place for your son is with his dad. Sometimes, but you won't believe the pushback I get. I get told that I abandoned my son. I get told that I never love him. That I don't want to be a parent. All kinds of stuff. Well, you you know what? I gave the caveat though, BGS. I I said when you know, you chose right. I know. But 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 Frazier, Frazier actually said it. If you actually let's talk about based his uh. His, his his paper on Frazier's book. He actually said what the problem is, right? Black women, because because uh, they were literally the leaders of the family, right? Um, black women coming out of slavery were actually shamed for giving up their children. In other words, the the lowest form of black woman on the earth, American black woman on the earth, was a woman that black woman that actually gave up her children. Black women were willing to actually starve to death with their children rather than give them up because. And that, I didn't want that. Wow. The, the, the white women will do it in a moment if, 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 if they're not able to take care of the kid here give them to somebody else right black women are yeah. literally socialized culturized to uh, hold on to their children um, mm. uh, at, at all costs they will literally sleep with their children on skid row rather than give, give them up but to, to during slavery father. they would give their kids up no, they were forced to sell. I don't think you had a choice back then. No, you never chose. Well, I'm talking about this, this, this. is this is and this is this carried on. This carried on. This is this carried on after emancipation. Like send their kids down the river. Like they would get would think that their children fighting chance before being. Uh, 
what I'm, so, what, no. what I'm saying is some did, but what I'm saying is this is the way, this is the shame that black women carry that's been passed down for many generations about why they're resistant to give up their kids. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. So let me, let me, let me, uh, I remember y'all brought up uh, Boys in the Hood when uh, Cuban Gooding Jr.'s mom gave him over to his father. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, we understood that at the time he had anger problems. Mm -hmm. And the only person who could handle him was who? His father. father. Now, at the time, his dad was busting his ass trying to make a way so that way, okay, son, I'm going to show you that. Listen, I get it. We ain't in the best area, but you see what I'm doing right now? However, his mom made a come up. She went from living in a shitty ass goddamn neighborhood to living in a high end condo. And the thing about it that he asked, he said, Mom, how can you never come see me? Now he's an older young, he's an older man now. He asked his mom, he said, Well, mom, how can you never come see me? You don't come see me. You don't ever ask me to come by your place or anything like that. And he she was like, Well, you know, I'm busy, X, Y, and Z. And his father saw that this, like, damn, this woman traded me for a fucking dollar. Like she literally gave me up for a damn. She dollar. was in school. She was oh no, school. not at that time. She gave him to him. At that time, no. At that time, when she became a high end lawyer, when they had that phone call, at that time she was she was banking. Yeah, I she said when she first gave him to right. him. She was no, no. Court. I get and I and I get you, but I'm saying his father would be arguing with his mom like, "Yo, you know where I'm at. You know the environment. This is as a man." He said, "Yo, you get where I'm at right now. Our son can get shot." Why ain't you trying to get him out of this? And see, that's a something about it that some women and some men know that they live in a fucked up environment and they rather keep that kid hostage in that type of environment rather than actually, yo, I get it. Let me pass them on yeah. to a better chance of living mm -hmm. so that way they can get there. Or see, they wait until it's too late. That's the right. other thing. Yeah. So you can't you can't help what the kid gets. Like, man, fuck you. You 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 left me out to dry. I had a lot to raise myself. You know okay, what? No, I've seen so, situations uh, so, where women give up their children and the men still continue paying child support. Like the woman still, yeah. like, I mean, because they, yeah. they can't handle the child, but the man doesn't even care. Like he continues paying child support. He, pay, he continues paying child support because a lot of times that's the only way she's going to agree to give the child. Yeah, exactly. Because because he knows that the child was always tied to a check. So for, to save my child, I know there's a bunch yep. of men that did it. To save my kid, I'm willing to uh, pay double. In other words, I have to take care of the kid and pay her just to have her but once release the child. They'll be able to get that stopped once they show that the child has been living with, with them. You know, like they, they, they don't have to do that, that forever. Yeah, the thing, okay. well, yeah, and that's why I talk to them about it. It's you, like you, I tell you, them that you know, you, ahead, know, you, know you know why the man does it and keeps paying until the child gets 18 to actually to stop. keep down confusion but that's retarded well, it's, an example. <laughs> it's retarded unless you have to deal with it and the, and the wreckage that comes behind it okay you're trying to save right. the, you're, trying, you you're trying to save the kid's psyche you're trying to keep a stable environment okay who is the biggest uh uh, uh detractor of a stable environment is the unhappy woman the unhappy mother Okay, and she will she will wreck your environment because she still has attachments to that kid if you don't pay her. Like basically, you, you, and these are the type of women that I have to go up against on a day to day yep, basis. The yep, women that are keeping their children yep, in these predicaments yep, and starving, but they're getting the child support. Yep, and these are the women that look down their nose yep, at me and yep, tell me that I never loved my kid and I yep, abandoned my child. Yep. You know how hard it is to explain to them that I made a decision that I think was for the betterment yeah. of my child. And I have to just hope yeah, yeah, that you, my you, son comes you, out you're well adjusted so that it was worth you, it. You're a psychologist. You're under you understand how how how, how oh, basically 
Yeah, you gotta understand how programming, mental programming works, and how yeah. culture works, and how it's passed down. You cannot unprogram yeah. people that have been programmed that way, can you? So, no, which is why I don't talk to the adults. I'm just focusing now um, on the, the young adults and the teens. Yeah. Like the, the people my age and older, I don't say anything to them, but I still have to deal with them on a day-to-day -day basis. And yeah. what I'm saying to you guys is that there are women out there who understand and who are supporting y'all. And so it's sometimes so, you got to just let her be unhappy because she needs to be unhappy because you know what? These are the same women that looked at me crazy when they yeah. were going out there getting these men and yeah. just having a baby with anybody while I tried to take my time. Right. You know, I tried. I at least tried to pick a guy that I thought that we could be yeah. together and have a family. It just yeah. didn't work out. I yeah. tried. I failed. But yeah. they didn't now even try. They went. These yeah. are the women that, that shunned me, that disrespected me. And I was, you know, I was the, the outcast, the one that didn't want to go out and trap a man with my body. You know, and, 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 so I don't like these women anyway. Because you know because, how they were able to do that, though? You know how they were able to even get together and they're shaming you now, right? And you're the odd man out. It's because there's so right. many women who weren't doing what these fucked up women were doing, but they were circling their wagons around them instead of shaming them. Women, it's, yeah. it's up to women to change women's behavior. And not enough mm. women shame women who behave like that. They get away well, with let me, it. In other words, let we, me also we, say we, this. We, we went from shaming uh, women that had babies out of wedlock into giving them baby showers. Because you can't exactly. speak out against the system. And let me also say this. Because BGS <laughs> said earlier... BGS yeah. said earlier about the differences in the age ranges, right? So mm. the women from BGS's time, those mm. are the women that sit there and yell at me also when I was a teenager telling me that all uh, all boys, all men ain't shit. Yeah. And so I got yelled at if I were to ever say, well, this one isn't doing that. He, you know, he seems to be on the right path, the right track or whatever. Those are the women that said that they knew better than me. And mm -hmm. I had a smart attitude if mm -hmm. I didn't listen to everything that they said and do what they wanted, which was to pay back men through the boys of my generation, not the men that they mm -hmm. already lost the argument to. So mm -hmm. a lot of that we learned from the older women, which yeah. is why a it's lot of them time. don't like me. A yep. lot of them, you know, have ne nothing but negativity and negative things to say yep. to and about me. Yeah, that's true. So, but like, it's, it's a whole lot. Well, I ignore them. I ignore them. And so, you know, you'll probably see a lot of women that don't like me, a lot of women that would attack me. But my thing is going forward when I try to talk to men and women my age and younger is that that's for their group. We aren't in that argument. They have their reasons why they're saying those things back and forth between them. And we need to stay out of it. Just like when we were kids and they were adults, we were told to stay in a child's place. That still holds true now that we're adults. But see, people want to grow up and get mm -hmm. nosy. We aren't going to understand what they were going through because we didn't live through that time. We could hear it. We can kind of get a sense of it, but we're not going to feel it and know it. That's not our fight. So we have to focus on what the men our age are doing specifically and whether or not we can uh, support that or whether we can survive that. But had we listened to the men of our generation and not the older women, we probably wouldn't be in this predicament right now. That's so just my me, belief. Let me let me offer this suggestion. Right. So if, every, if not if you eat an elephant one bite at a time. Right. So if what you're trying to do is get <laughs> yeah. these people, what, you, what you're trying to do is get these people in category E to get their shit together. If you're in category A, you don't go straight to category E. What you do is you disavow yourself from anybody who deals with category E. And what's going to happen is B is going to, those people in B don't want to get cut off from A. They're going to disassociate themselves from C, D, and E if it's bullshit. C is going to follow right. suit. D is going to follow suit. And eventually, it's never everybody. We're not even looking for everybody. But you're going to get enough that comes along with it. That's all it is. And only women, only right. women can truly uh, keep women in check. Because when men 
don't when they don't listen to men, what do they do? They run back to other women. And that's what I asked. Me and uh, Black Uru had had this talk once before. And so what I was saying is when y'all see me saying these things to women, I have to have men that are okay with this, that will support that idea for them mm. to come back to. They aren't going to change if there's no man waiting for them to, you know, the, the finished product. So that's well, why I think, you know, save yourself isn't the answer because then <laughs> I can't, I don't have any leverage. I don't have any leverage to tell them to change their behavior. Here's the thing for you though. Women need those women that are in a toxic situation need to change because whether men are there or not, they're still gonna be toxic. Whether they have a man in their I house understand or not, that, but they're that's, not a, how, they're a, that's not their motivation. Well, but they need to un, well, a lot of them don't want to admit to it. Y'all need that's to true. get them to admit to it. Y'all in a fucked up situation right now. Yeah, so well, you, you have a man yeah. for the rest of your life. You are gonna be you are gonna be fucked up whether you have a man for the ever again for the rest of your life. You are gonna screw yourself up even more. Black, I've been trying right. to say that black women are between a rock and a hard place right now. Okay, yeah. they're in a rock and a hard place, and because this stuff is gonna is accelerating, it's not gonna slow down. It's gonna accelerating, and basically, yeah. I, you know, I, I was telling Gab, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. You got to do shit now. You can't, you know, you can't wait. You can't, you can't tell the men to wait or stop or not exactly. go someplace else because uh, they're already doing it they're not going basically they're already doing it the, the thing is we're actually bringing attention to it but even the SYSBM they're already gone okay there's not they're talking and about I, get it. I know why gone. they're leaving yeah I know why they're leaving I get it it's just like I don't tell them to stop or anything like that because mm -hmm. I understand it what I'm saying is we still need them but I can't yeah. control grown people hey, well, so I get why they're yeah, leaving yeah, and yeah. if I try to talk to women and hope that they would change so that the men don't feel like they have to leave anymore then that's the best that I can do like yeah, I, I know that I'm only one person and only the ones that listen and believe they're you know like it might be a small group of people that are able to change and then we just recreate those generations once the other people that didn't choose to change once they see if it's successful or not then yeah, there'll be other know. people willing to change later so i yeah. just do what that's, i can they're, hope they're, to get some success and then maybe they'll join in later the thing is, is the thing is is that we we know as a, as a black community we, we may have already passed the point of no return and and yep. that is that is something we have to really seriously um consider if we're not there if we haven't passed it already we're actually really close and thing is is that um like I said, the women will have to do the, the, the heavy lifting because if you, women don't do the heavy lifting, basically it's not going to do anything because a lot of the guys are already just threw up their hands and fed up and say, you know what, we don't we don't believe that they will change. We don't believe well, that they can change. Well, let's let's get one thing clear. One of the bigger reasons why women of other cultures and other groups keep the younger women in line and kind of coach them on how to behave is because the those women of those groups have seen what the men are willing to do when the women get too far out of line. They've had the hammer laid down. They've seen those examples. Older black women have never seen that example. Black men as a group have never laid the hammer down in black women in any type of way, physically, financially, or even socially. We have never laid the hammer down. We have never punished them as a They've group. They've never been in a predicament to be able to do that, though. That is it's fact. not that they that just didn't bad. want to. They, they yes. haven't been able to. Now they are. Now, now they, they are. are. Now they are. And we still, even because we've been so socialized against it, we still are, uh, we're still, a lot of us are still unwilling to do it. A lot of us still cringe at the fact, even when we have the power to do it. But we don't cringe at the fact we talk about punishing the men, but we talk about punishing the women. We cringe yep. for like, oh, no, we can't do that. You know, so until these women see what happens when men get fed up, they're not yeah, going to be. Yeah, that's what Daniel was saying. 
they're, they're not going to believe anything can happen. They don't believe it can happen because they've never seen it happen. Now, other groups of women, they've seen it happen. They know. You don't need to do it to all. You just need to punish a few of them, make a good example of them, and the rest will get the message. There you go. Now, you know what? Well, Y'all have to agree, though. Men have to agree on what behaviors require punishment because that's another thing that I see. The women are allowed to do whatever, and if the man that they're with right now doesn't approve of it, they'll definitely be able to find another man exactly. who would. Exactly. And we cut it, dudes it, off it, too. Exactly. The thing is it the thing is is that uh like I said, the uh if you if you notice and you work in the schools, guess what the generation yeah. these are doing? They're picking other women. They're not Fast. they're not they're, yeah. not, they're, not, they're not they're not socializing or dating or even engaging with women of their own kind. Okay, they're going the yeah, other direction. Yeah, and, and 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 that's an acceleration that you know if if women don't change their stance, to change their, their their daughter's stance on how they treat the little black boys, you know what are you gonna do? Go ahead, right. Sister George. Yeah, um, I, you know well, I said, Sister go George, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I, I recently attended a 50th wedding anniversary party, and the startling thing about that event was seeing all of the younger brothers there with non-black women, some of them wives, girlfriends, fiancés. And, you know, the thing that really stood, well, several things stood out. But one of the things that really stood out to me was the body language between the, the black men and their non-black women. The, the body language of the non-black women was so much more deferential to to the, the young men. It, it was it was clear, sort of, that they were in the dominant position, you know, just in the way they kind of interacted. Of course, they they each served their <laughs> their husbands and boyfriends and whatever. And of course, there was sort of bickering in the background amongst their the black women that were there about their presence, but. You know, to kind of speak to what BGS is talking about, you know, these these younger men are already adapting or assuming a more masculine relationship with these non-black females. So they're just kind of automatically going into these relationships without even much thought about it, because it's clear to them in their own deeper masculine core that this is where my masculinity is more likely to manifest. I'm more likely to be in control here. I'm more likely to have a voice here, some sense of power or deference here. It's not about the color. It's, it's about just sort of the natural kind of interaction of man and woman that has really broken down between Ados men and Ados women. Right. And all right. you have to do is see, is see couples you see a black couple and see a mixed couple interacting and, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, guys, well, you know what? I have to go because I got to finish writing for today. Um, okay. Just so y'all know, in case y'all want to be supportive, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to develop a, um, like a after school and summer program for mm -hmm. middle school kids, seventh and eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you know, I'm going to talk more about it on my channel. Okay. Uh, you know, shameless plug. Sorry, Sister George. No, we Everybody subscribe to Topaz. We really, really appreciate it. 
it's for the black kids, so I'm not sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but my hope is to teach kids to be more uh, emotionally and mentally intelligent, not just academics. You know, there's nothing good about being a genius, but being, you know, like in, unable to interact with other people. Just so my goal is to try to help create a village that we can be proud of in our grandkids. It might be too late for people my age and older. It might be too late for uh, our kids, but at least our grandkids will be able to do something different. So stop by the channel. Um, I'm going to post the information on there. And if y'all want to support, just let me know because I could use some um, what I'm going to try to make it online so I could use some lecturers. So if you got a certain field that you're good at, I would want to do a uh, video with you so that I could show it to the kids. What's your okay. channel? Well, thank you, Topaz. Um, somebody channel? drop Topaz's channel in the chat, please. Topaz presents a neo-Nubian nuances. All the little small, intricate differences that I have between me and other black people. <laughs> My one person viewpoint. Just me. Yeah. I don't know if anybody yeah. agrees or not, but it's, it's all I have because it's just me. <laughs> That's the name of your channel? You know, you yes. type, you type your... Uh, it's, in the, it's in the chat. It's in the chat. It's all right. Okay, and I'm gonna let y'all have this space real quick because I gotta finish writing and get this proposal off. Um, so you know, just and also any sponsorships for the kids, none of this would go to me, it would go directly to the program. I'm gonna make a nonprofit. All right. So, you know, thanks guys for hearing me out. And I'm gonna go back into the chat and let y'all have it. Have a good uh Saturday. All right, Topaz. Thank you so much for joining us, honey. We really appreciate you. Um, You're welcome. And don't be a stranger. Never. Do you guys <laughs> have any final thoughts? Because I got to go get my driving <laughs> lesson. Child, I still don't know. How to I, I have a question for you and I guess Concrete Rose, uh, sure. Sister George. Um, you know, obviously things went in a direction here that you did not anticipate or predict with respect to your interview with MOT. Mm -hmm. How do you think you, and I hope Concrete appears as well, but how do you think you have evolved in 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 light of this experience? Or what have you, what would you still hold to and what, how might you have changed or your perspective have changed somewhat? I kind of look at it like this. Um, when you are in a sector and you're new to the sector and this is a male dominated space, mm -hmm. um, sometimes you have to play ball with, uh, you got to play by the rules within the space and that's okay. Um, but I feel like we're very resilient women. Um, not a lot can take us down, so to speak. I mean, this is YouTube, so to speak. So we're not, um, we appreciate the support. Don't get me wrong. We appreciate all the support, but we're not begging anybody to watch us. And so um, I think that I'm pretty much in the same space. Like I still feel like I have my own perspective of red pill. And so, you know, I still have my own perspective. I understand what the men were saying. Um, I think concrete is a great balance uh, for the conversations here. And so Concrete is going to give a perspective of what a lot of the women in our community think. And you can really uh, get a lot out of that because I kind of feel like the men talk about what they what, what they think we think, but 
it's a certain essence of it that's missing to me. So I don't really think she's going to change her stance either. But I um I won't necessarily say we evolved, but we do understand some things more clearly now as far as um how the space works. Hope I answered your question. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you did. Uh, did you hear the question concrete or? Um, I was actually dialing back in. I only heard part of it. Do you mind repeating it for me, please? Well, I, 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 the question was, how has this experience precipitating from MOT's interview and all of the rancor and debate that has ensued from that, how how has that affected your your view of things and how might you have changed, if at all, or may change, if at all, as a result of it? Um, I think that, you know, both myself and Danny, we were being true to who we are. I'm never going to be anything except who I am. I think that the experience, though, has been eye-opening because I feel like, you know, we're under a magnifying glass of sorts. And I think it is because of the fact that, you know, we're a new channel and, you know, there's probably some murmurings about what's going on over here. So mm. that's probably par for the course. And, mm. you know, I probably, um, my reaction to it probably stirred up even more com uh our reaction to it probably even stirred up uh, stirred up even more controversy but um i don't i don't intend on doing anything different i think that it was a learning lesson and i do realize that you know we're being watched well that's what you want <laughs> okay you want True. to be in the mix you wanted True. to be in the, in the scrum you're in the scrum I mean, we, we we could have led you down. You kept you down with what two hundred no, subscribers. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wanted to be in the mix. I said, okay. I think they're, they're big girls. I think they can handle it. Throw them in and see what they do. And here we are. And here we oh, are. And, and yeah. uh, you, you're basically you're basically you got your uh, you made your bones. Okay, you got uh, you got called to the carpet. You got roasted, and. Uh, you ain't have to bring that for a BGS. <laughs> Everybody gets it, okay? Everybody gets the turn, okay? You know, and just just make sure what uh uh I just had to make sure I wasn't getting thrown under the bus. She tried to use you like Captain America's shield, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I was seeing wheels go round and round, all right? And me and Captain Greta Rose got to talk about that. She said she was triggered. I was triggered, but you know what? I heard that I Rose need to listen to the a full lot. stream. I do, I do, I do. I admit it. <laughs> well, most of the stream really was, you know, well, I was trying to keep it on track, talking about your, uh, about the, about that uh, stream, right? They didn't right. want to talk about that, so we talked very little about your stream. Oh, I probably just listened because I only heard like the first 20, 30 minutes, and I was like, oh my gosh. We, they were, they were talking about people in the uh, women down in Colombia. They really oh, weren't okay. talking about your stream for if you listen to I it. The first two guys, to, yeah, you you, you you came to you saw the title and came to be triggered. That's what the problem. <laughs> oh, I, I heard it's the so first few minutes and I'm you like, did. Oh my was Danielle was on. Come back and tell her because I was like, um, yeah, I went up um after arts panel um on BGS's and she was like, Oh man, I was like, I 
are you sure? Because I was like, he he gave us some props and stuff, girl. I don't know. He did, and I was I felt bad. I was like, dang, I, I needed. I should have listened to the entire stream instead of being a hothead and getting I, emotional. I, 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 uh, uh, concrete. I don't want to use a lightsaber on you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Because you know what you know what happens when I use a lightsaber on people. No, what happens when you <laughs> when you use it? Uh, ask uh, Nicole Michelle and ask uh, April. Uh, 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 don't don't use don't use that on me, BGS. We better than that. Okay. <laughs> they didn't like it very much when oh, I used wow. lightsaber. I'm sure they didn't. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord, I gotta get these dusty beta males out of here. No. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't taken her hit. <laughs> <laughs> But she stopped. She she chilled out and went and stayed in her corner like she should. Yeah, because I. Because yeah. <laughs> I went. I you know I have I, and I said I have no problem what she does. I said I but I quit. Yeah. I really wouldn't the 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 uh, the stream the the video I did with it wasn't about her. It was about Tony Maceo because my subs came to me and said, hey, listen to this, which is usually how I find out. Listen to this. So I actually made a stream against what they were saying. But the thing is, they people take it personally. April took it personally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they said, "Don't have me. Don't don't have me take start taking hits." It's twenty twenty. This is not this is not the time to play with this BGS. Okay. Okay. I told, I, I told Gab. I, uh -oh. come back. I told Gab. I come back. It ain't gonna be pretty. All right. So it's uh, you're gonna have to get right to get the lightsaber. Uh oh. Oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, <laughs> Lord, let me get my favorite person, Benjamin's final thoughts first. Uh -oh. Benjamin, what's up, man? What up? Yeah, um, I just wanted to speak on a few things. Just uh, 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 -uh. not, not yeah, I'll, 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 I'll make it condensed. I'll make it plain. Um, about certain stratagems that we can use from the grassroots level. Uh, I learned this model from my father's side of the family, who is from another country. And this strategy can be implemented for our SYSBM brothers. So but you but you got to get the proper Stargate who is willing and able to rock with this model. First off, you define you define clear and decisive gender roles. None of this gender blending bullshit. She mm. works. You work. And, and y'all both go 50 50. No, fuck that. You as the man, you work, you get the bones. She stays home with the kids and she and you take pressure off of her so she can be a better mother. With that said, now that you got that construct, you build social networks with other families. You all get together and network. Right. If someone deviates from the social program, you cut them off. You cut them off socially. You cut them off from financial networks. You don't invite derelict baby mamas and derelict buck breeders to the cookout. Yeah, that's okay. all I got. Well, thank you so much, Benjamin. Um, mm -hmm. thank you. We really appreciate it. Excellent. Don't don't forget, you got we my got email, you. concrete. Y'all need to get in touch with me. Yeah, for sure, Benjamin. Absolutely. Y'all yeah, need to sit down with the prince. That's all I got though. Oh, I thought he was the black king. No, I thought I thought I, I thought he was the spitball thrower. That's what I oh, thought. Oh god. <laughs> Shot at you, bro. Get back pal, to class. Pal, 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 mail, pale mail, Paul mail. Get him out of here. Whatever. I don't know. Paul mail. Okay. Black Uru, what you got? Uh, you know, I, I think I'm probably repeating what I said earlier at the beginning here uh, of, of my you know, appearing on the panel, and that is 
you know, again, I mean, I think black because black men are trying so hard to find themselves, find their position, to define their position, maintain and build their position, you know, the the language is going to get more coarse and more direct. And mm-hmm. and the truth of things are getting to the truth of things is going to become much more urgent. So there's as a consequence consequence of that, there's going to be a level of curtness directed towards you all in terms of trying to get to where you're really coming from, what you really mean, what's the true source of what you're saying or what you're doing. And that is going to be painful, painful in part because men and women communicate differently, you know, and if if this is the manosphere, that means that things are going to often be communicated in a way that is going to be discomforting towards you. Mm-hmm. And language is going to be leveled towards you. Description is going to be leveled towards you. That's true. Irrespective yeah. of whether or not they are actually true or fair or complete. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it's going to go. Because mm-hmm. honestly, this environment really is not about you. That's and, true. And, and really is not about, quote, saving the black community. It, it's really about saving black men. Now, I happen to believe, and I think history is on the side of this, that if you do save the black man, you will save the black community. I do believe that if black women submit, because, and and I'm going to say this, uh, and and this this is not going to rub you all the right way. We're better, stronger, faster, and smarter than you in the tangible world. It is incumbent upon you. It is incumbent upon you to help us to be the best we can be. Not for you to be an equal partner, not for you to do everything we do or get everything we do. You'd be much better helping to make a strong man, a strong black man, whether it's a son or a husband or a brother, to compete in this society rather than you thinking you could somehow become his equal and do the same because you're not built for it. You're not you're mm-hmm. you're not designed for it. You're not men. No, that was you know, and as soon yeah. as black women accept that, that collectively and accept that in some areas we are designed to be superior to you, when 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 black women accept that and begin to then model their behavior around that stone cold fact, then things will get better for all of us collectively. And I'll end with that. Well, black over Danny, can you mute your mic? I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, well, Black Uru, nothing that you said is is um you didn't say anything that, that I don't already subscribe to. Um, despite the fact that people in the chat and people in this space think that we're some sort of undercover feminist, there's not one feminist ideology that I subscribe to. I believe that the Black woman is the Black man's helpmate, his support mate. I do think that it is our job to take a um, uh, you know, a um, backseat to his leading role. So none of that is new to me. And I already subscribe to that school of thought. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. And you did help me to realize something. And that is the fact that, um, you know, in this space, they're not going to, everything's not going to be rainbows and, and flowers. Like they're not going to come at us soft. 
Like they're not going to change their speech um, because, you know, they don't want to offend us or our feelings might become hurt by what they're saying. And, you know, that's just the fact. So like you did help me to realize that. And it was something that I had not thought about. I just was taken aback that, you know, they were coming at us and we're, you know, middle of the road, not messing with anyone, not, you know, we're a neutral party, simply um, attempting to bridge the gap between the genders. So um, I, I didn't really, I wasn't thinking about that until you said it. So I'm thankful that you vocalized that, that you verbalized it. You know, as painful as it is, or may be, you want and need for us to be men. As painful as it may be to you mm-hmm. in certain circumstances, you have no choice. It goes no against choice. what we've been indoctrined to believe though, you know, and that's, that's where the problem is. That's lies. true. And, and that's where the pain comes in. And, you know, look, as long as you realize and accept that and, and see that as something that you'll have to manage yourself. Now, right. it, look, it doesn't mean that you should be brutalized in any and all circumstances. Not all. That's not what I'm, what I'm advocating at all. I'm just saying, though, that you have to see what happened within the perspective of what has happened and why we are here and, and try to say, OK, try to figure out why or accept, I guess, why this is happening and mm-hmm. see. And then you may have to determine whether or not you're strong enough yourself to tolerate it. That's you you may conclude you're not and, and you may have to do something else. Good and that's point. OK, too. And uh, thank you, ladies, very much for. Thank you so much time. for coming thank up. You. It was um, it was a joy. Thank you. It really thank was um, good wisdom. Love that absolutely. And um, he did uh, give a further understanding into the space and how men um, operate in within this space. So I think this was a great conversation for today. I right. really um, feel like some things got kind of hashed out. I feel like uh, yeah. We don't have to uh, keep rehashing things over and over. Um, Absolutely. So we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program. Not sure if we'll have a show tomorrow, but if so, we'll definitely go ahead and um, make a, create a post so you guys know what it's going to be about and you have the time. But um, we'll, we'll uh, discuss that on the back end. Yeah, but we really, really thank you guys for coming out. Absolutely. And thanks for the support. Like, that's it's really, really dope to see you guys supporting us, even those that, like, uh, vehemently disagree with our points. Yeah, because y'all still came, and that's what's up. Like, <laughs> absolutely, that was really, really dope. So it was really good to see some new faces in here. And um, like I said, we 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 appreciate all the support we can get. We really do. And um, if we don't have a show tomorrow, like Concrete said, if we well, if we do have a show tomorrow, we'll put out some announcements, and mm-hmm. that's about it. So you guys have a good weekend enjoy yourselves and be careful and we'll see you guys soon peace black people bye